Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. Good evening, and welcome to the opening game of the 2018 football season. Tonight, the Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Seals Grove Seals at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. Last year, Lewisburg had a 4-7 record, 4-6 regular season record, qualified for districts, and lost an opening round game to Loyal Sock. The Seals Grove Seals were the District 4 Class 4A champions, qualified for the state playoffs, and lost a second round game in the state playoffs in overtime to Bethlehem Catholic. The difference between the two teams this year is Lewisburg returns about two-thirds of their starting lineups, Justin, and Seals Grove is replacing, what, 15, 16 seniors off of that, off of that team from last year. Yeah, including their quarterback, who was a four-year starter. I think he, uh, all-time in the state of Pennsylvania, third all-time. Third all-time, leading, yep. leading passer. So uh, they got some, uh, you know, they're looking for some newcomers to step up. They do return uh, their starting running back, Joe Kahn. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran for over 1,100 yards last year, averaged 5.2 yards a carry, and uh, they, moved, um, they moved the sophomore, um, um, named Nate Schoen. Nate Schoen, yeah, yes. was on the line. They moved mm-hmm. him to the fullback. Nate is a is only a sophomore, but a very physical, good athlete. Uh, Nate's size, he's only a sophomore, 5'11", 226 pounds, but uh, very athletic. So I would anticipate tonight as Seals Grove loses, you know, graduating four-year starter at, at quarterback, they're going to replace him with a true freshman, obviously, 6'3", 216-pound uh, Danny Schock. Uh, so he's going to get his first start of his career here tonight. So I look for Seals Grove to really pound the ball tonight and try to set the tone, you know, at, at the line of scrimmage. And I think that's what Lewisburg's looking for as well. They mm-hmm. return, you know, a three-year starter at quarterback and Nick Shalesky. Uh, sophomore Max Moyers, who ran for over 1,100 yards himself last year, only in nine games due to injury, had 12 touchdowns on the season. And, uh, you know, on the outside, we've got Dylan Farinato, uh, first-team All-State uh, last year. So, uh it's going to be an exciting night. You know, both teams, you know, I'm sure gonna, nerves are going to start us out here as we get, you know, underplay to begin with, but uh, feel each other out. But uh, I think it's a good night for uh, for the Seals to come in here to play Lewisburg. Lewisburg wants to see them first game of the season because Seals Grove is a program that continuously gets better as the season goes on, well coached, and uh, better to get a freshman quarterback in his first start than his seventh or eighth start. Exactly. And, you know, a game like this, Justin, what does it do for you in terms of preparation? You know, you start in the beginning of August preparing for your first game. I mean, with Seals Grove, yep. you're focused in right from day oh, one. Oh, yeah, day one. And and that's the crazy part with PIAA, the changes that have made over the past few years. You're only having three weeks of practice. Yeah. This is the only third week of practice, and that first week is the heat acclimation. Right. So, really, you're not going full pads that first week. So, uh, you have a week last week of full uh, two-a-days, and then you had your first scrimmage on Saturday, and then you're back again this week and you know you're basically trying to get your troops ready for uh, friday night so Plus school started for both teams both teams this, this week, week yeah so, uh, you know I, I know in the area there's been some issues in terms of starting school because of mold and things like mm-hmm. that but there are some schools in the area they're still doing two days yep they're, you know? s- they're still getting that preparation and that's right and, and definitely you look at that short window that's definitely an advantage for them but for both the teams here tonight they're back back at school this week started their classes getting uh, getting underneath their belt mm-hmm. and here they are friday night you know ready friday night lights high school football season's here again that's right and one thing i will say if you're not coming to this game you're missing one of the best nights that you're ever going to have 
for an opening night of football. It's a beautiful night here. There's no wind at all in the stadium right now, and it is just a beautiful, comfortable night to watch a high school football game. You're listening to Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. The fun is just getting started at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Starting on August 31st, bring the whole family for the corn maze. Wind left, right, and lose yourself in the fun. Maze hours are Fridays from 3 till 9, Saturdays from 10 till 9, and Sunday from 11 till 9. On September 8th, don't miss the car show from 3 till 7, plus the corn maze and craft fair. The craft fair continues on the 9th with the dog day in the maze also from noon till 8. Check out the events at colesstonyhill.com. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, 3319 Mexico Road, Milton. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal of the day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hubble's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shamokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. This is Greg Wetzel along with Wolfsburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, you're getting ready for your second season as head coach at Lewis. This is Greg Wetzel along with Wolfsburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, you're getting ready for your second season as head coach at Lewisburg. What is different this year from last year for you? My organizational skills. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet too. You know, you know it, it's... It's one thing as an assistant coach, you think you're ready to take over X's mm-hmm. and all Y's and, and building a team and the philosophy and the culture. Mm-hmm. But when you have to scheme every single day and every single practice for every single minute, I think it's one thing that I, I maybe overlooked a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. just one thing that I tried to build upon, you know, over the course of the off season that I wanted to better myself at. So, um, you know, definitely tried to uh, improve my time management. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see if any of the new techniques that we're doing are, are actually working. So. Oh, great. Yep. What about over the summer? How much contact do you have with the team during the June, July, before um, all this preseason camp? So once track is officially over, the last week of May, mm-hmm. we ramp up our workouts to four days a week. We okay. go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And Coach Moyers and Coach Wagner do an excellent job in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they would typically work out from... 2.45 to 4.30, and then we cut them free. And then once school's out and the kids are done with vacations, we go from 2.45 to, you know, 4.15 in the weight room, mm-hmm. and then from 4.15 in 
the five o'clock on the field, but it's not a formal practice. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't want to line the kids up and run gassers or sure. run sprints. Uh, we just run routes and, you mm-hmm. know, we, we do one-on-ones and we practice our coverages, but but it's not an actual practice field. Yeah. So, and I think that's that's one of the keys to getting as many kids as we've had all right. summer. I mean, our attendance was, you know, 30, 35 kids all summer. So... In years past, we haven't had 30, 35 yeah. kids out for football. Yeah. You know, so that's that's great to have that many yeah. kids showing up. You know, and, and watching practices and your scrimmage and stuff, what amazes me right now are the size of high school kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how what your weights are going across that offensive line, but yeah. you got to average close to 240, 250 going across we're, that we're offensive actually, line. We're um, actually... Teetering 280, 285. Are you really? Yes. Wow. Um, you know, we got two guys that are 300 pounds and two mm-hmm. guys that are like 295. And we're still determining who our right guard's going to be. So it may be pushing 300 for the average <laughs> or it may be 260 for the average. But, but it, it doesn't look like there's a lot of body fat in those kids either. No. They really look like no. they're in pretty good shape at, well, physically. When, when I say that, I truly believe I have, I have two of the best strength coaches mm-hmm. in the area. I, I mean that. Uh, I'll be forever grateful for how good Andrew and JB are in the way room with yep. the kids and the finished product is you know look yep. at the kids yeah you know, look at the kids yeah. that's exactly right you know one of the things that we've talked about just not you and me but just in general the people in, the, in this area the weather we've had this summer How, has the weather in august that we've had affected your preseason practices at all uh you know you, you have to play football in the rain mm-hmm. to an extent and the weather that we had for, you know, a better part of a week, two weeks, and it's slowly creeping back now, it's like you almost can't do anything. So right. we've been using chalk talk time. We put everything on the board. We get let kids ask questions. Hey, why are we, why are we blocking back on this technique? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Coach Wagner and myself, uh, we, you know, we try to explain everything so that when we get on the field, there are no more questions. Coach Stumhofer the same way. We put up our fronts on the board. Hey, ask questions. We even tried, since many of us are teachers, right? You know, teaching it like an actual lesson, bringing kids to the front, and then reteaching it back to the kids. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, our, our our attendance has been great all summer. So, yeah, um, it makes things easier on us. So. That's great. You know, you're you're in the program for a year now, but what are some of the? Is there any players that have stood out to you or stepped up this preseason that you maybe weren't counting on? Yeah, uh, two kids um, specifically stick out to me. Ronnie Lentz has been. Um, you know, a blessing just to be around. I mean, he's a kid that just generates enthusiasm, and he's always smiling, and he's, you know, um, he's a disciple of God, and he's always preaching that. And yep. the kids flock to him, mm-hmm. and his performance in the scrimmage was, was unreal for first year out as a senior. He did look, um, he did look well in the scrimmage, yeah. yeah. And Ramel Brown, um, you know, when he, when he told me he was interested in playing, mm-hmm. I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, man, you're tall, you look athletic. <laughs> He's dancing in the weight room and I'm thinking wide receiver, yep. wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. And I think he had two or three catches in the scrimmage. Yep. Um, he's big, he's 6'2". Uh, yep. You know, if he can continue to develop at the rate that I think he's going to develop, he's going to be a nice compliment to our receivers. Good. Your scrimmage against Montoursville on Saturday, what are some things that you took away from that scrimmage on Saturday? Well, we are light years ahead of where we were last year on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you can remember back to when we scrimmaged Seelands Grove, this yeah. senior-laden team that had the All-State quarterback and all these, yeah. all these wide receivers setting records, you know, we, we kind of struggled from an offensive standpoint. Our defense held their own. Right. But our offense struggled. There was a bunch of run-throughs. We were tackled in the backfield numerous times. Mm-hmm. 
this year in our scrimmage, I'm not too sure that Montoursville stopped us. And that's not a knock on Montoursville. Right. That's a testament to how hard these kids have worked. Mm-hmm. There were maybe three or four assignment busts all scrimmage. Um, you know, and outside of, you know, the occasional drop pass or the errant throw. Right. I mean, I, I, was, I was tickled pink with the kids' performance. Good. Uh, tonight we play Seals Grove. What are you looking for in tonight's game against the Seals? Well, as I touched upon earlier, last year I believe they had 26 seniors on the team. That, um, so they're going to be young, okay? Mm-hmm. But Seals Grove has this unbelievable feeder program that, you know, even though they lost 26 kids, they're not, they're not going to be down. Right. I mean, they, they have two workhorses that uh, I was telling our kids, these may be the best two backs that we see all year, uh-huh. Nate Schoen and uh, Joey Kahn. Right. Um, Nate Schoen is a fantastic wrestler, fantastic athlete. Uh, the Colin kid is proven. You know, he's mm-hmm. a senior coming back. I believe it's his third year start, and uh, it's going to be a test right from week one. It really is. Yeah. I want you to know that I had Nate Schoen in elementary <laughs> school. Okay. Yeah. So I know him and the family well. Yeah. Um, have you elected captains or appointed captains for this year's yes, team? Can um, you talk a little bit about the captains for we, the team? We let the team vote entirely on the captains. Mm-hmm. And this year, our four captains are Dylan Farinato, Nick Shedleski, Draven Dobler, and Austin Weiser. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting group because they're not all vocal leaders mm-hmm. and they're not all just lead by example. It's, it's a healthy mix. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan and Nick are more of the vocal leaders. They're trying to get the guys to rally and show enthusiasm. Where, where Dre and Austin, I mean, they just go about their business the right way. Mm-hmm. And they, they lead by example in the field. They let the younger kids know what to do. Um, it's, it's a good mix and um, I'm, I'm pleased that that's who our four captains are. The one... The one person that stood out to me in the scrimmage was Austin Weiser. Yeah. It looks like he's had a body makeover yeah. since last year. Yeah. I mean, he is a well-put-together kid. Yeah, so Austin played last year at 6'4", 235. Yeah. Um, he actually has been going to camps all summer. He's starting to attract some small school Division One. He is every bit of 6'5", 290 pounds right now. He, is, uh, he looks a part of a division, yeah. Yeah. low Division One football player. He really does. So... Good. Coach, good luck tonight. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and, of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive-up and drop-off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com It's worth the drive to Route 45. Whether you're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. 
That's the number for Live Well-Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. This is Greg Wetzel along with Justin Michaels back at Bucknell University, Christy Mathis Memorial Stadium, where the Green Dragons are taking on the Seals Grove Seals tonight in the opening game of the 2018 PIAA football season. Justin, uh, we just saw the Lewisburg band play, and I know in my pregame talk with the coach, we singled out a young man named Ronnie Lentz. Yep. Talk to us a little bit about Ronnie then. Uh, we're we're going to take a little break here probably during your discussion for the National yeah. Anthem, but talk uh, a little about Ronnie. Ronnie Lentz Sr., great kid, um, You know, played his freshman year and then took some time off due to uh, some injuries, uh, per- still participated in the band and, uh, and wrestling as well. And uh, here he came back for his senior season. Ronnie, over the last two years, really has developed as a young man. Uh, just from a personal standpoint, personality has just really grown and matured. And Ronnie has really put a lot of time in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very uh, dedicated work ethic uh, in the classroom uh, and in with his athletics. And uh, for Ronnie to come back out this year, as Coach Persing talked with you there in the pregame, you know, he's just been you know a fun, fun-loving guy you know to have on the team and. Uh, they're expecting big things out of Ronnie starting they, tonight. Yeah, it's a strong safety. And for those of you who aren't here, in the pregame show, he was in the band. He's in the band as well. Uh, he's doing the performance. Now he just, uh, the band finished their uh, program. He took off into the locker room, get prepared, obviously, to come out on the field with his teammates. Okay, we're um, getting ready here for the national anthem before the first game. Uh, so we'll turn it over to the field mic for that. by the Wolfsburg Choral Concert Choir, and as always, they did an excellent job. Let's go over the starting lineups for tonight's game. Uh, for Lewisburg, first on offense, we have Dylan Farinato, a 6'1", 185-pound senior, playing wide receiver. Grant Adams is a 6'2", 275-pound right tackle. He's also a senior. 
Graydon Feltman, 5'10", 210-pound right guard as a junior. Josh Ghost is the starting center. He goes 6'3", 285 pounds, and he's a junior. Mason Ruderman is the left guard. He's 6'2", 275-pound senior. And Austin Weiser is the left tackle, 6'5", 290-pound senior. The tight end for the Green Dragons is Dakota Snyder, 5'9", 215-pound senior. At quarterback for the Green Dragons is Nick Shedleski. He's 6'3", 215-pound junior. It's his third year as a starting quarterback for the for the Dragons. Draven Dobler is the fullback. He's 5'10", 185-pound senior. Max Moyers is the running back. He's 5'10", 185-pound sophomore. Coleman Witherite is the other wide receiver. He's 6'175", pound senior. And Ben Liscombe will do the kicking for the Green Dragons. 5'10", 160-pound sophomore. On defense, at defensive end, you have Dakota Snyder and Ben Salage, a 6'210", pound junior. For the defensive tackles, we have Austin Weiser and Josh Ghost. At linebacker, we have Ethan Spalding, 6'2", 198-pound junior. Draven Dobler is the other linebacker, along with Graydon Feltman. Cornerbacks for the Green Dragons, we have Andrew Ramirez, a 5'5", 140-pound senior. Dylan Farinato is a starting safety, along with uh, Ronnie Lentz, a senior, 5'7", 150-pound senior. And Coleman Witherite is the other starting quarterback. The punter for the Green Dragons is Dylan Farinato. For the Seals, for the Seals Grove Seals, we have Josh Nyland, a 5761 pounds wide receiver. He's a junior. Nick Klein is the starting right tackle, 5'9", 231-pound junior. Micaiah Showers, 5'10", 201-pound junior, right guard. Blaze Ziders is the center, 5'11", 214 pounds. Everett Thomas, 5'8", 260, is the left guard, senior. Trey Bainey is the left tackle. He's 5'11", 233 pounds. He's a, he's a junior. Wyatt Metzger is the starting tight end, 5'10", 194-pound junior. Danny Schock is starting at quarterback for the Seals Grove Seals. He's a 5'11", 220, uh, I'm sorry, he's a 6'3", 186-pound freshman. Nate Schoen is a starting fullback. 5'11", 226-pound sophomore, and Joe Kahn is her halfback, 6-foot, 194-pound senior. Ben Swineford is the other wide receiver for the Seals. He's a 6'2", 191-pound senior, and Kyle Rule does the kicking, 5'8", 135-pound sophomore. On defense, they have Blaze Ziders as a defensive end, along with Nate Schoen. uh, Number 77, 6-foot Gavin Carroll. He's a 222-pound defensive tackle. He's a junior. And Trey Bainey is the other defensive tackle. The linebackers are Joe Kahn and Wyatt Metzger, along with Nick Schaefer, a 6'1", 211-pound junior. Ben Swineford is one quarterback and uh, cornerback. I'm sorry. And Coy Bastion is a starting strong safety. He's a 6-foot, 176-pound sophomore. Uh, Danny Schock is starting as the free safety. He's the freshman quarterback. Josh Nyland, the one wide receiver, is playing cornerback also. He's a junior. And Dean Hollenbach will do the punting. He's a 5'7", 172-pound junior. The head coach of the Seals Grove Seals is Derek Hicks. And the head coach of the Green Dragons is Mark Persing. Coach, both uh, Justin, both teams are now on the field getting ready for the coin toss. Um, what do you think are the keys to the game tonight? I think it's going to be in the trenches, Greg. Uh, you know, last year at the end of the season, there the Green Dragons really were able to establish the run. You know, Max uh, Moyer's the last two games of the season is the playoff game and the last game 
of the year ran for over 200 yards in both those games and if we could develop that that will really allow that one-on-one coverage on the outside for Dylan Farinato and uh, Coleman Witherite last year you know the Green Dragons suffered a lot of injuries last year right, yeah. and uh, important injuries so it gave a lot of underclassmen some opportunity uh, to really get some playing time so again we're coming back with a seasoned group Seals Grove is going to have a young group out there they have uh, I believe four four seniors that are really true starters for them mm-hmm. so uh, they're going to get their you know first game action tonight where the Green Dragons, you know, have a lot of veterans. We're a very senior Latin team, and up front there, uh, you know, we got some good size. So uh, it's going to be, you know, right from the go. If we can put a good, you know, eight to ten play drive together, put some points on the board, really take some momentum away from Seals Grove early, and then that way we can put the pressure on the mm-hmm. freshman quarterback. Right. I, I think another thing that that comes into play in these opening games too is physical conditioning yep and and i all these kids are in good physical shape don't get me wrong but it's different just in game versus oh, yeah. practice yep. you know you, you got that anxiety the nervous anxiety that comes just it's, it's just natural you know now you're in front of a crowd lights are on friday night yeah it's uh mm-hmm. now you've got the radio broadcast going on it's it's all here you know what i mean you got it, it uh, is. Some college football scouts in the stands yeah, yeah. and uh it's, it's it's what it's all about being a high school athlete right. and uh you know it's great not only for the athletes but it's great for the community there's a great yeah. crowd out here tonight mm-hmm. you know lewisburg uh, green dragon marching band performed and you know Seals grove always brings a good contingency with them they got a nice crowd over there and uh you know here we are yeah uh, week one and uh you know it's back to back to football here you that's know. right yeah there, there's uh it's hard to believe how fast it's come around wow. this year uh lewisburg uh did not win the toss seals grove did but they deferred so they will kick off and lewisburg will receive the opening kickoff they'll be moving left to right as we watch watch the game here and you listening on your radio a lot of good games in the, in the Valley this week, Greg. Uh, one game that stands out for us this week, which is going to be our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. I think what we're going to look at is we're going to keep an eye on that Shiklamy-Danville game down there in Sunbury. That'll be a big game. That'll be a big game yep. as well. Danville bringing back a, a good roster as well. Shiklamy loses a little bit to graduation, but uh, some some guys you know with valuable experience come back as well. So That's a little like this game. They yep. have, you know... Danville's looking to replace their offensive line, defensive line, and Chick-Limmy's looking to replace their skill players. Yep, yep. yep. So uh, we'll, we'll keep a uh, good eye on that game tonight. You know, we'll touch base with our sister station, 1070 WKOK, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that as the Blaze Dogs in their fourth tough game of the week. Okay, Kyle Rule's getting ready to kick off. Dylan Farinato and Max Moyers are deep. It looks like Farinato will get the ball at the 12. He's up to the 20, cuts to his right. He breaks into the clear. He's at the 40, misses one tackle there, and brings it all the way out to about the 48-yard line. Great field position for the Green Dragons to start the game. Yeah, that is just great. There was, I'll tell you what, the kick return coverage there for the Green Dragons, just the blocking up front. There was a hole on the right side here for Farinato just to go up and gets the ball all the way out to, I guess they're going to mark it at the 48. Yep, 48-yard line, so return there of 36 yards puts the Dragons in great field position. First and 10, the ball's on the right hash mark. Nick Shedleski has him in the huddle. Looks like there's a little confusion in the huddle right now as the play clock's running down to about 14 seconds. They haven't broken the huddle yet. Dragons break the huddle with 8 seconds, run up quick. Looks like their power to the right, unbalanced to the left. They give the ball to Moyers up the middle to the 50, 45, 40, and down about the 37-yard line for a first down. 
just a little quick drop right up the middle, Justin. Yeah, nothing special. I'll tell you what, right there, that's the, that's the sight we want to see all night long. That up front, they again just opened up a big gaping hole for Moyers. And, you know, he picks up 15 on the first carry of the game. First down on the Seals, 37-yard line. Again, the Dragons are taking their time in the huddle. Run up. This time they're in the high formation again. Unbalanced line to the left. Give the Moyers again up the middle. Hitting the backfield and falls forward for about a yard to the 36. Will make up second nine. Yeah, good penetration there by the Seals. Got uh, some good penetration from their defensive front there. Getting in. Moyers able to get it lean forward there and pick up a yard. Sets up that uh, second and nine here in the first quarter with opening drive for the Green Dragons. The Seals play a 3-5 defense. Um, they... Uh, they have a lot of athletes on their team, and the 3-5 seems to really suit them well. This time, they come out with an unbalanced line to the right. Give the ball to Moyers on a pitch to the right. He breaks to the 35 and hit there. Knocks the defender down, but falls forward to about the 32-yard line. Pick up a four in the play. We'll make a third and five from the 32-yard line. Yeah, that time a toss right to the right side. Looked like it was a 20-28 toss to the right side, and Moyers made contact and broke a tackle and, and gets out, gets nice gain there, sets up a, a manageable third down here. I would say right now they're probably in four-down down territory, territory, Justin. Yes, sir. It's a little outside of our kicker, Ben Liscombe's field goal range. The Dragons break the huddle. Again, they're unbalanced to the right. Dobler's the fullback. Give the ball. Oh, fumble on the play, and Chedleski falls on it. They were going to give the ball to the fullback there, and a quick hitter up the middle, but he just got off a little too quick, and, and it was a bad exchange. So they lose a yard on the play. It looks like the Dragons will go for it. Actually, they lose, yeah, one yard in the play. will make it fourth and six from the 38-yard line. Yeah, just that time we're going to hand off to the fullback, Draven Dobler, coming through, and just wasn't a good exchange there. Ball goes down, and fortunately for the Green Dragons, able to recover. Nick Chileski heads up, jumps on the ball. Dragons break the huddle. They're now in a standard formation with tight end to the right, two receivers to the left. Farinato's to the left. In motion is Farinato. Give the ball to Moyers on a quick drop up the middle, and he's tackled just short of the 28-yard line. So the Seals will hold. That's a gain of five, probably five yards in the play. Takes it, no, I'm sorry, four yards in the play down to about the 30, 29-yard line. So the Seals will take it over in their own 29-yard line. Yeah, brought, uh, brought Farinano in motion and the jet motion coming through. Fake the handoff to uh, Farinano, then give it to Moyers off the left side there. Was able to get positive game, but just not enough to get the first down. Turnover on downs, and the Seals Grove Seals get their first offensively opportunity with freshman quarterback Danny Schock. Okay, the Seals are in the huddle waiting to call a play. The ball's right in the middle of the field, about the 29-yard line. First down for the Seals. Ben Swine for a split wide to left. It's eye formation in the backfield was shown in Khan. Turns, give the ball to Khan up the middle, hitting the backfield. Might might have gotten a half a yard on the play, Justin. Yeah, Dobler picking up where he left off last year from his middle linebacker position. Draven Dobler getting in there. And then Khan with just, uh, they're going to spot it with the just, I don't even think of no gain. Yeah, so make it second 10. Wide side of the field to the right. Seals come out of the huddle with two receivers to the right. One receiver to the left. Shotgun formation backs on both sides of the of the quarterback. Shock's calling out the signal. 
Good snap. Gives the ball up the middle to Schoen. He breaks it outside to the 30, 35, 40. Puts his head down. Falls forward to about the 42, 41-yard line for a first down. And pick up 12 off the left side there with Schoen. Schoen is just a big kid. Uh, only a sophomore, an old an old sophomore, but uh, 226 pounds. He comes off the left side there and there. He actually only had one man to beat, and instead yep. of trying to make a move to get by him, he just puts his head down. He wants to just hit you. In, in the NFL, that's a penalty now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, it's first and 10 from the 41-yard line. Shotgun, same formation as last play. Good snap. Same play off the right side this time. He breaks clear, and he's in the open, and it looks like Schoen's going to be going 59 yards for a touchdown. Touchdown seals. Just same play off the right side there, and Schoen just too big, too strong, breaks right through. There's really, no, you know, nobody in sight there. Daryl Farinato tried to chase him down from uh, his corner spot, and uh, just 8, a long... 8-19 into the first, 8-19 left in the first quarter, and the Seals take the lead, and that could be the Shamoka Dam Center play of the game. Yeah, early on here, their first possession there, first play, we were able to stop them, and then they go to show, and on two plays in a row, right. picks up 71 yards, and on the 59-yard touchdown run. Kyle Rule in to try the extra point. Kyle's a sophomore. Good snap. Down, kicks up, and it's good, and the Seals take a 7-0 lead over the Green Dragons with 8-19 to go in the first quarter. And Justin... Probably the best thing that could happen to Seals Grove was that right there. Yep. You know, a young team, young coming team. out and having success on yep, their on the ground, on, and that's yep. what and that's what they want. You know, that was their game plan to come out here. They've got two big backs. Uh, obviously, moving shown from the line to back in the backfield. I uh, played as a freshman last year mm-hmm. on the offense line. Got a lot of experience, so he really knows those uh, those assignments, and he knows where the holes are, and uh, it carries over with him being in the backfield. And there, he you know, for being a big kid, showed a little speed there, breakaway speed. Yes, they did. Yeah, he uh, yeah, no one was catching him. That's for sure. Okay, so now the Green Dragons have to get their offense moving again. They had great field position the last time they had the ball. And uh, just got, really what happened was a missed exchange there on the handoff to the fullback, which caused uh, the fourth and long situation for the Green Dragons. Yeah, both teams obviously showing that they can move the ball, so looks like we have a high-scoring opportunity. Could have a high-scoring game tonight, yep. Hey, Kyle Rule's getting ready to kick off again. Moyers and Farinato deep, they're both standing about the 10-yard line. Rules getting ready to approach the ball. Approaches the ball. It's a short kick this time. Taken by, looks like Ethan Dominic picks it up at the 20. Fumbles the ball, and it looks like Seals Girls recovered, I think. Nope, Lewisburg did fall back. Coleman Coleman Witherite fell on top of it. I think that was just a little nervousness there on the part of the freshman. Yep, it was a squib kick. Yep. Up, and uh, Dominic. Got it. Never had a true handle on it. Lost it. And fortunately for the Green Dragons, Witherite was able to jump on it. So the Green Dragons had the ball in the 23-yard, their own 23-yard line. First down. See if they come out well with unbalanced or go to their spread offense. Looks like they're going spread offense. They have every, uh, let's see, Coleman Witherite split ride to the left. Shotgun formation. Moyers is alone back. Two receivers to the right. Fakes it to Moyers, throws a pass out here to Farinato, catches at the 29 and immediately hit. So a pickup of about five on the play. We'll, we'll call it uh, 
second and five from the 28-yard line. Yeah, just a quick drop there by Shedleski. Throws it out on the right side to Farinato. Gets positive gain out of there, five yards. Gets the corner to come up. You know, uh, now they got they got to look. You know, run in and pass here. Mm-hmm. Gets the corners to start to scoot up there on the quick little curl. Andrew Ramirez is in the slot to the left. Shot confirmation. There's movement movement there by Lewisburg on the offensive line, which will now make it second ten. So, right now, mistakes are what's causing Lewisburg difficulties, Justin. Yeah. So, penalty stepped off. The ball is now back at the original line of scrimmage. Second, 10 from the 23-yard line. Clock's moving with 7.37 to go in the first quarter. This time, Farinato's to the left, split out wide left. Ramirez in the slot. Witherite's to the right, tight end to the right. Shotgun formation. Good snap. Give the ball to Moyers and a trap up the middle. He's met by Joe Kahn in the hole. Not, I'm sorry, not Joe Kahn in the hole, but uh, Nick Schaefer right in the middle of the hole. And uh, good collision, but, and Moyers did fall forward for two yards, which makes it now third and eight. Schaefer is the middle linebacker for the Seals, and he uh, had a really good hit there. Three receivers to the left this time. One receiver to the right. Shotgun formation, Moyers to the right. Back to pass. Looking to his left, throws the ball out to Farinato, and in his hands, but drops it as he's hit. I'm sorry, that wasn't Farinato. That was, uh, I'm sorry, it was uh, Brett Newcomb. Yeah, Newcomb had that there. Would have been real close to the first down, just wasn't able to, to bring it in all the way. Now it forces the Green Dragons to a punting situation. All these wide receivers for Lewisburg are the same size. Yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> it's tough to tell them apart. Okay, Farinato's back to punt. Schoen is back deep and Khan back deep, standing about their own 40-yard line. Good snap to Farinato. Runs to his left, kicks the ball out like a rugby-style kick. Fumble! And Lewisburg picks up the ball on the 45-yard line. Big break for the Green Dragons. Yep, Schoen drops the ball there, trying to make a play. Drops the ball, and good job by the Lewisburg Green Dragon punt coverage team getting down there. And that's number nine for the Green Dragons. Ethan Dominic coming down and recovering that. Good job by Ethan to get down there and hustle down. But he's got to be the biggest punt returner I've ever seen, Justin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 226 pounds in yeah. the back there is just uh, it's a load. And uh, 5'11", 226, and he just wasn't able to haul it in. So big turn of events right there for the Green Dragons. So the Dragon, Dragons break the huddle. Shotgun formation, three receivers to the left. A little wildcat here. Wildcat, yeah, Farinato is the quarterback in this situation. Shedleski split out wide to the right. Ball goes to Farinato. He follows Moyers up the middle, breaks the tackle, and falls down about the 38-yard line, a gain of seven yards. So it becomes now a second three for the Lewisburg. Yeah, changing it up a little bit, putting Dylan Farinato back and shotgun in that wildcat formation, putting Nick Shedleski out wide right, and just uh, Farinato following. We saw a little bit of it last year there. That formation, Moyers as his lead blocker. This time, Shedleski's now at quarterback. Farinato split out wide left. Ramirez in the slot. Moyers to the right of the quarterback in the shotgun formation. Good snap. Shedleski off the right side. He has the first down. Falls, fumbles the ball, and Sealsgrove falls on top of it. So in the Sealsgrove ball, it looks they're like... Gonna, uh, they're going to... Seals Grove yep. ball. Yep. Yep. On the 30, about the 33-yard line. Had the first down. And 
He was hit, stood up, and another guy came in and stripped the ball off of Shedleski. So, again, it's mistakes right now that are hurting the Green Dragons, and Seals take over on their own 33-yard line, first down with 5.56 to go in the first quarter. We were fortunate enough to get a turnover on, our, on the punt, and then, unfortunately, as we pick up the first down there, give, give up the turnover. Seals back with the ball, 5.56 to go here in the first quarter with a 7-0 lead. Shot confirmation. Chalk in the shotgun and Khan to his left. Two tight ends. Give the ball to Khan up the middle. He breaks outside and mixes one tackle. Runs into Farinato at about the 38-yard line. He falls forward to the 40. Pick up a seven on a play. Second and three. We're just, uh, he came off. He wanted to cut it back up and uh, kicked it back out to the outside. As the, basically, the one gap was, uh, was basically filled. He kicks it out to the left there and just... We're just not wrapping up, Greg. No, nope, not right now. And this time we have the same shot confirmation. This time he's to the right. Two tight ends set for the Seals. In motion to the right is the wide receiver. Gives the off the left side again. Gives the con. This time he only gets about a yard. It's going to bring up third and two from the 41. The Dragons play that a little better. A Looks like better. he wants to bounce things outside. Yep, he's going looking inside. There's no room, and he's kicking it out. Yep. And that time, Dobler and Snyder were there to wrap him up. So it sets up a third, and yeah, they've spotted it. It's going to be third and two. Third and two. Big play for the Green Dragons defense here. It'd be nice to show to stop him here. Shown is back in the yeah, game he's now. Yeah, back in now. I got a feeling he's going to get the ball here. They're going in eye formation. They're going in eye formation. No, they're. Yeah. There's some miscommunication yeah. here with those okay, guys. Okay, this shotgun side cars. They give the ball to Shown up the middle. He's hit in the backfield and he loses probably three yards, two yards. They're going to call it. Back to the 38, which will bring up fourth and five. Good defensive penetration that time. Yes, got real good penetration there. Schoen couldn't get, get his motor running at all until he got the handoff. We had guys in the backfield there meeting him right at the at the handoff. And uh, good job wrapping up there by the Green Dragons defense. It's going to force the Seals Grove Seals to a punting situation here, and Green Dragons should get good field position. Dean Hollenbach back to punt for the Seals. Farinaugh standing in his own 28-yard line. We did low snap. Not a real good kick. Ball's going to hit about the 37-yard line. Looked like a fair catch was called there by Farinato. Now he was looking for a yep. flag because yeah. there was contact. Well, he was wrapped up. That was one of those that could have been could have been called, but I understand why it wasn't called because there was no real intent there to, to tap or anything. Okay, it's first down for the Green Dragons on their 37-yard line. A little better defensive series by the Green Dragons that time. Yeah, we are able to, you know, had had the turnover, and we were able to stop them, force the, four, uh, the punting situation. Good field position for the Dragons. Farinato split out wide to the right, offset eye in the backfield. Turns, gives the ball to Moyers off the left side, and he's hitting the backfield. Loss of about four in the play. It looks like Nate Schoen was in there from his linebacker position. Yeah, he brought pressure. He blitzed from his uh, linebacker position. And actually, there was contact on Shedleski before he was even able to hand it off. He got hit to a knee. So we're very fortunate there that we yep. had a good exchange. Seals Grove up front there. And from the linebackers, they brought some pressure. And uh, they were penetrating through, Greg. And that's the thing about this 3-5 defense, Justin. You can blitz from anywhere. Yep. And... Uh, they, they are going to blitz on every play. We just don't know where it's going to come from. 
Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right. Moyer's in motion to the right. Back to pass to Shaleski. Rolling to his right. Looking downfield. Throwing the ball deep to Farinato, who's behind the receiver. Has at the 30, the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Westburg Green Dragons. Does it get any prettier than that? Nick Shaleski rolling out to his right. Dylan Farinato just beating his man down, and it's just... Get it right in his hands. He was just in smooth sailing motion, and it's just Nick Shedleski delivered it right into the, the bread basket, and Farinato just does the rest with his legs for 15 yards. 72-yard pass and run, and, and, and Justin, that shows the composure of Nick Shedleski versus his freshman year. You know, he waited for Farinato to get, get open there. He rolled out, took his time, and just hit him in perfect stride. Maybe that could be our uh, Schmoke Dam Health Center back. Breaker play of the game tonight, Greg. Could be. Ben Liscom in the try and extra point. It's down, kicks up, and it is good. So we have a tie game here with 310 to go in the first quarter. 7-7 between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Seals Grove Seals. A good defensive series by the Green Dragons. Um, again, bad first play there, losing some yardage, but to get away from that pressure. Chaleski rolls out to his right, takes his time, waits for Farinato to get open down the field and just hit him in perfect stride. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty as pretty gets. And again, that's that's where Seals Grove is replacing a lot of people in yep, that, that secondary. secondary. Um, and then when you've seen that pressure like that where they're blitzing those backs, where they brought Schoen again on that on that blitz, yep. again, you're going man-to-man coverage. And uh, a lot of, nine out of ten times, Dylan Farinato is going to beat you, you know, one-on-one with no safety help yep. over the top. That is Dylan's 20th touchdown reception in his career, Justin. And, and I'm sure in the history of Lewisburg football, there has never been another receiver that has caught 20 touchdown passes in their career. Pretty impressive here in week one, so he'll keep adding to that total as the season goes on here. Okay, Liscom is in to now kick off for the Green Dragons. Deep is shown. And is that Josh Nyland over there? I think it's Nyland. I don't think that is Khan. Uh, I think it's number seven. It's hard to see between the seven and the two right now. Let's come approaches the ball. He's a left-footed kicker. Nice kick to the right side of the field. If it stays in bounds, that's a great oh. kick. Drops dead at the six. Nyland picks it up. He's out to the 20 and falls forward to about the 22-yard line. Great kick there by Ben Liscom. Yeah, kicks kick to his left side there and the ball just it just died it's like a wedge shot into yep. the green that a pro can do not what i can I, do i was going to say it wasn't my type of shot <laughs> yeah, exactly. let's put it that way <laughs> maybe yours greg no no, no no trust me it's not mine either so green dragons here just come back put put their own touchdown on the board tie the game here at 7 7 305 to go in the first quarter sealings grove comes out I, I think this is a, a big defensive series for the Green Dragons. You know, they got a little confidence last time with that stop, and if they can hold them here and get good field position, I think that would do wonders for their yeah, confidence. Yeah, the, open, the opening drive for the Green Dragons, they were able to move the ball, and now it looks like there was holding on uh, the return, so they're going to march that off. Yeah, I didn't see a penalty flag there at all. Yeah. That pushes the Seals back to the 12-yard line, so it's deep in Seals Grove territory. Ball's on the right hash mark. Seals break the huddle. This time, Shock's going under center. Looks like they have uh, Shone out to the right on the wing, and Khan is the lone running back. Shock under center. Turn, gives the ball. No, he doesn't. He 
Rolling to his left. He looks downfield. Hits Shonen on a quick pass. Good tackle there at the 14-yard line by uh, Dobler and I think Farinato were in there. Yeah. Yep. But he picked up about two yards in the play, bring up second eight. Good coverage there by the Green Dragons. And you know what? That's what I, I kind of expected coming in tonight. If they are going to pass it all, Greg, it's going to be the dink and dunk in high percentage mm-hmm. with a freshman quarterback trying to build some confidence with them yep. before they really go downfield. Okay, this time the Seals come out with two receivers to the left, Con to the right of the quarterback in the shotgun formation, Nyland split wide to the right. Back to pass, rolling to his right, and he's keeping the ball. Shock's keeping the ball this time, cuts up. He is just tripped up by Brett Newcomb there. Uh, about the 21-yard line. I think it's going to bring up third and one from the 21. Yeah, off the right side there yep. by Shock, just a design quarterback keeper, follow the big man and, and shown, and uh, picks up some positive yardage. Makes it realistic here, uh, third down. Third and one with 2.10 to go on the stops clock right now. Oh, they're going to measure for a first down. Looks like he's short. About a half yard. I, I would say you're looking at a quarterback sneak here or the big guy up the middle. Yep. Now, uh, the Green Dragons uh, were able to stop Shone once before he really got the handoff. They made great penetration. Seals break the huddle with seven on the play clock. Again, shocks under center. Turn, give the ball a fullback, and I don't. He didn't get well, it. Well, it's it's going to depend on the spot. I don't think he got it. They'll wait to see where they spot the ball. They're calling for a measurement, so we're going to see. I can't, I can't see, see the where their ball Man, is. I can't see where they're at with the ball. The, the, the trouble with this. Thing is, they move the ball oh, way to the to, right. Yeah, and that's the to the right hash, past the right hash. Oh, it's uh, Seals Grove sideline. <laughs> it's it's 15 yards from where it's 15 yards from where the tackle occurred. They move the ball, uh, which is too bad because they don't walk a straight line. But it looks like they're fo- short by about a foot. Yep. So it's going to bring up fourth down, and we're going to find out if Hicks is a gambler right off the bat. If I'm him. I punt. I go on two. Yeah, you could try to draw them. Yeah, and if call. they don't, if they don't go off sides, you kick the ball. What's the difference? Five, yeah, five yards, yards down this deep, you know. But I would go on two He's and going. see if you can go. He brings the quarterback out. Sides. Quarterbacks back out. Like I said, they need six inches. Tell you what, he's gambling if he goes for this. At their own 20, that's 21 and a half. This is showing a lot of confidence in your defense. Yeah. If indeed they they are. Well, you got to be. So they break the huddle. They have two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. The only running back is Joe Kahn. Shocks under center. See what they do. They go for it, and it looks like they push the power forward enough for the first down. He's out to about the 23, 24 yard line. So it will be a first down. Wow! I'll tell you what. <laughs> that, that does. It takes a lot of a lot of courage. I I don't think I could ever call that. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the game. So it's first down from the 24-yard line. Ball's in the right hash mark. Two receivers to the left. One receiver to the right. Sidecars in the backfield. Shown to the left of the quarterback. 
Shock receives a snap, gives the con around the left side, pushes him outside, cuts back inside. Good coverage coming down from the inside. That's the middle linebacker for the Green Dragons. Uh, Braden Feltman did a yep. good job following the play. Gain of a yard for Dan uh, for Seals Grove on the play. Green Feltman last year played football for Danville. He's moved into Lewisburg. His family's moved into Lewisburg, and he's a welcome addition to this team this year. Okay, this time it's a shotgun formation again. To the right of the quarterback is shown. Two receivers to the left, tight end right. Motion, bad snap, but back deep, and then the quarterback just falls on back about the 12-yard line, it looks like. So it's going to bring up third down and... It's going to be lost at 13. Yeah, third Such down and 20, like 22. 22, yeah. Yeah, good turn of events there, bad snap. And uh, Shock just wasn't able to handle the snap out of the shotgun. And, you know, fortunately for the Seals, they were able to coverage. But cover. that will be the end of the first quarter. So we come to the end of the first quarter with the score, Lewisburg 7, Seals Grove 7. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event. And Jeep is the official vehicle of summer. If you're looking for a new Jeep Compass, we have 28 in stock in all trim levels with discounts up to $4,000 and starting at just 23 thousand dollars we are also taking four thousand dollars off 2018 jeep grand cherokee altitudes in stock we still have the best selection of jeep renegades in the valley with discounts up to seventy five hundred dollars to qualified individuals so come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to zimmerman's chrysler dodge jeep ram in sunbury and experience what we call the zimmerman difference call us at 988 jeep or visit us online at zimmermanjeep.com we're ready to entertain the whole family at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Get lost in the fun of our corn maze. Fridays from 3 till 9, Saturdays from 10 till 9, and Sundays from 11 till 9. On September 8th, don't miss the car show from 3 till 7, plus the corn maze and craft fair. The craft fair will continue on the 9th, and Dog Day in the Maze is also on the 9th from noon till 8. There's lots more to enjoy. See their events at colesstonyhill.com. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, 3319 Mexico Road in Milton. And we're back to Christy Matthewson Stadium here in Lewisburg where the Green Dragons and the Seals Grove Seals are knotted at seven here at the end of the first quarter. Let's take a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. Scores in the first. It's Danville 14, Shikolami 7. It's Southern Columbia 14, Bloomsburg 0. Shimokin has a 7-0 lead over Milton. North Schuylkill has a 10-0 lead over Loyal Sark. Mifflinburg 7, Hughesville 0. Midwest has a 7-0 lead over Marion Catholic. And that is your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. Shotgun formation shown to the right of the quarterback. Con to the left. Back to pass, the draw play to Con, and he's hitting the backfield by two Green Dragons. A loss back to the seven-yard line. A great defensive play there, and a great defensive series by the Green Dragons. Yeah, five-yard loss there, and again, this defense, you know, has stepped up here after that long touchdown run to Schoen, and uh, we're going to get great field position right here as Farinato's back at the Seals' 40-yard line. Yeah, right he's now. standing at his 40. He's going to be putting down the end zone. Remember, the last time was a low snap. Yep. So, like I said, Farinato's waiting at the 40-yard line. Waiting on the snap. This time it's getting a low snap. Low punt. Farinato comes up to the 37, gets it. 35, the 30, cuts up to the 25, 20, cuts outside. He's at the 15, the 10. 
and pushed out of bounds about the three-yard line. A great return by Farinato. Yeah, poor punt. Poor punt was a line drive punt. Farinato sitting at the Seals 40 just took that on the line drive, and there was no hang time there for the Seals uh, punt coverage team to get downfield, and Farinato just had a real nice hole again. It breaks off to the left there and just uh, gets knocked out of bounds, and I think they're going to spot it at the three-yard line. So it's first and goal for the Green Dragons from the three. This time it looks like the Dragons are going on a two-tight end set. It looks like Ethan Spalding is playing the left tight end. No, I'm sorry, they're going unbalanced to the left. Nope, now they're back to the regular formation. All right, formation, backfield, give the Warriors up the middle and runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Nobody touched on as he ran into the end zone. Touchdown, Lewisburg, 11.07 to go in the second quarter, and the Green Dragons take a 13-7 lead. Just from three yards out there, as you said, they brought Dakota Snyder at, back in the backfield from uh, his tight end position, and he was just the lead blocker there. And Dakota wasn't even touched as he went through, and then Moyers just follows him right through. Okay, we have Andrew Ramirez holding. Ben Liscom getting ready to try the extra point. they got to wait here for a player to get off the field, and it's a penalty on the Green Dragons because we had 12 men on the field when they broke the huddle. So they'll back it up five yards. Val will be from the, essentially an extra point try from the 15 instead of the 10. Grant Adams is going in right now at right tackle. He definitely has, Ben definitely has the foot to do this, so that's not the issue. Good snap. Kicks down, but this time it's just blocked as they come right up the middle and block the extra point. Nate Schoen blocked the extra point. It's now 13-7, 11.07 to go in the second quarter. Again, it's coming down to if Lewisburg can get stops, they have moved the ball on offense. The only thing that stopped them has been Turnover. themselves. Yep. Shooting themselves in the foot. So right now, the Green Dragons are getting ready to kick, uh, kick off to the Seals. It'll be interesting to see what Liscom does this time to kick off. Last time he placed it perfectly about the eight-yard line. Uh, we'll see what he does this time. On the kickoff for the team for the Green Dragons, we have Brett Newcomb. Uh, let's see, Caden Spots is out there. Dre- Draymond Dobler is out there. Ethan Spalding. Coleman Witherite. Uh, I think Graydon, Graydon is out there. Feltman. Yep. Romal Brown is out there. So they have a lot of different guys in the field. They need one more. They got. They now have 11 on the field. Back deep for the Seals is Josh Nyland and Nathan Schoen. And Liscom's getting ready to approach the ball, kicking from the. Left hash mark. Approaches the ball. Onside kick. And oh, oh, man. Just a little quicker. He had it. It hit a Seals Grove lineman and bounced right back towards Lewisburg and just didn't get there in time. No, not not a quick enough reaction by the Green Dragons to get there. Hit hit the up man like we wanted as he was going back. (laughs) Hit him and took a bounce, but just didn't take a bounce far enough for the Green Dragons. So the Seals will get good field position here from the Green Dragons. It's going to be coming out from the Green Dragon 47. 
puts Seals in excellent field position. They come out. Shotgun formation. Con to the left of the quarterback. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Looks like Nylon's here to the to the right. Wyatt Metzger's the tight end. He's also on the right side. Yeah, Ben Swineford to the left. Shock in the shotgun, waiting for the snap. Good snap, rolls to his left. Being chased out there, he tucks the ball down, starts to run. Good block there in the corner, and he falls forward for a gain of uh, two yards to the 45-yard line, bringing up second eight. Good coverage in the secondary there for the Green Dragons. Yeah, real tight coverage there by the Green Dragons, and we got some pressure, forcing shock out of the pocket, rolling out to his left, was able to get a positive two yards there, but good job by the secondary downfield with tight coverage, and then we got the pressure, and that's, that's what we want to see, put pressure on this young man. And I think that's the key tonight because if they can cover it, he's going to have one read, yep. and then he's going to tuck it and run. And he'll make some mistakes with that one read. Second down, eight. Motion by Nylon. Shotgun formation. Good snap to give the ball to Khan up the middle, and he's hitting the backfield. Loses about two yards. It's going to bring up third and ten. Good penetration by the middle of the defensive line. Looks like Dakota Snyder was in there. And yep. So it brings up third down. We'll call it nine from the 46-yard line. Four down territory, Greg? I don't think so. Four Let's see, a shotgun formation, two receivers to the right. Looks like man coverage out here for the Green Dragons. Back to pass, looking to his right, rolling to his right. He's in trouble right now, being chased. He's all the way back to the 30-yard. Throws a little screen pass out here to Connors at midfield. 45, 40, no, he gets tackled on the 42 and a good open field tackle by Andrew Ramirez. Good job by the freshman quarterback also, keeping his composure as he was... 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he was, and that was smart there by Khan. He recognized the situation, quarterback under pressure. He came back to the ball, and they only picked up four, but that could have been dangerous for the Green Dragons. Ball's in the 42-yard line now. Farron going back as a single safety. He's going to be standing about his 10-yard line. Hollenbach in the punt. The snaps have been low. I guess up this time. It's a low snap. It bounces. He kicks it. Higher kick this time. Farinaz letting it bounce. It goes at the five uh, and rolls dead about the one-yard line. So Lewisburg will have the ball on their own one-yard line. Great punt there by Hollenbach. A, a great job by Brett Newcomb there, the Green Dragons. If you take notice, the ball was down, and Seals Grove walked away from it. Yep. He can pick that ball up and take. and take off. Even if he fumbles, Lewisburg gets the ball back at that one-yard line. I think the ref blew the whistle a little quick to, yep. to tell you the truth, but it's it's something that is very, it's not done very often. But that was a heads-up play by Brett Newcomb. First down for the Green Dragons on their own one-yard line. 8.46 to go in the second quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 13-7. They come out in an eye formation, two tight ends. Just a quarterback sneak there by... Lewisburg quarterback, Shedleski, and he pushes away maybe to the three-yard line, gain of two, gives him a little operating room. Second down and eight from the three. 
Yep. Just obviously design, get up there quick, quick tap. and Actually, it's out to the four, Justin, so we'll pick up a three on the play. We'll take it. Gives us some breathing room it here. It does. Kind of changes their offense now as they bring in their three wide receivers and take up, take out Raymond Dobler and two of the tight ends. Second down and seven from the four-yard line. Eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Farinato's in the slot to the left. Good snap, looking to his left. A quick slant to Farinato, catches out the 10. Falls forward to about the 17-yard line, so a pickup of 13 on the play. First down, Green Dragons. I'll tell you what, he, that, that was nice. The guy covered in the slot that was playing way off, 15 yards off. Good recognition there. Nick hit uh, Dylan right in stride there, gets the first down. First down for the Dragons now out to the 17-yard line. One thing I see the coaches doing is they're moving Farinato around to change the coverages. Sometimes he's the wide receiver split out wide. Sometimes he's in the slot. Same there he's in here. the slot. Same. Again, they're playing way off. A motion to the left by way of the right. Looking to the right. Draw play, and he's hitting the backfield as they came from the weak side that time yeah, on a pressure. draw play. Yep, uh, brought the pressure and tackled by Nick Schaefer again in the backfield. That's his second tackle for loss in the backfield. Loss of five in the play brings up now second 15. That play was just a little slow develop. I was just going to say, it took a little yeah. bit too much time to develop, but you know what? I like the look that Seals Grove gave us there. Because, mm -hmm. again, Dylan's being in the slot 15 yards off, and you look at that outside, now they're they're bringing uh, outside three, backer. Yeah, three receivers to the left this time, one to the right, shotgun formation, bringing pressure, back to pass. Shedleski looks out here, throws to 21. Newcomb catches the ball at the 20, makes one guy miss, falls back to the 19. Pick up seven. Picked up seven. They got the ball back. Now it's going to be about eight yards to go for the first down. Third and eight from the 19-yard line. Good catch by Newcomb there. Yep. Was able to secure it right away and then made a football move. To get upfield a little yep. bit. Manageable third down here. This time they break. Huddle. Romel Brown split out wide to left. Shotgun formation. Slot right and left. Farinato has one-on-one -on -one coverage to the right. Back to pass Chileski. Throwing an inside screen to Farinato. But he, they pick that up well, and he gets hit and tackled at the 21-yard line. Gain of two in the play. Brings up fourth down and about six. Well played there by the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, they, they sniffed that out and read that right away. Good design play by the Green Dragons, but, you know, hats off to the so the Seals recognized it. Yeah, the Seals didn't bring pressure that time, stayed in a zone defense, and they were they were sitting there waiting for that. Farinato back to punt, staying at his own seven-yard line. This time it's a wobbly kick coming to show, and a fair catch at the 46-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 47-yard line. So it'll be first down for Seals Grove in their own 47-yard line, 5.36 to go in the first half. Lewisburg on top by a score of 13 to 6. Green Dragons need a good stop here. Field position really hurt them that time. Yes. Yep. Seals Grove was able to get a good punt. Downed it down to one. The Green Dragons were able to get one first down, but that was that was about it. Seals come out in the spread formation. Shotgun formation. Shock. Shotgun to his left is Nathan Schoen. Good snap, give the fake the ball to Schoen, and 
Dakota Snyder made a heck of a play in the backfield there as, as uh, Shock faked the ball on an inside handoff to Schoen and then takes off to left. And Snyder read the play perfectly and did a great job there. Yep, a sure to wrap up for a four-yard loss there. So it sets up a second and 14 here for the Seals. Second 14 for Seals Grove. Nylon's coming to the right. Along with, let's see, it looks like Teague, who, uh, no, I'm sorry, Christian Kant's out here to the right. Tight end also to the right. Swineford to the left. Looks like the Dragons are bringing pressure with Spalding here. Shotgun, here comes Spalding off the edge. Good block there. Quarterback takes off and is hit solidly. Hit at the 45-yard line. I didn't see who that was. Was that Ronnie? No. No. That was uh, Draven Dobler. Draven Dobler. Okay. Should have known if anybody's making the tackle, was Draven out there. Quarterback picked up two in the play. Brings up third and 12 from the 45-yard line. 4.35 to go to the, to the first half is over. Now, Greg, I'm a little surprised when I see more Nate shown. I, I am too. The way he took off in that first run, I would try to get him in space, like on a screen pass or something, and see what he could down. do. Yep. Shotgun formation, good, good snap. Throws the ball deep down the sideline. Witherite's there, but just overthrowing. No. They're calling pass interference on Coleman Witherite. It's a tough call, man. That's I uh, just I watched that play all the way downfield. There's no way. There's not a lot of contact no, there. No, not at all. They both were playing the ball. Yeah. Yep. There was, there's not even any contact really. When you don't, I don't know. That's going to be a first down for Seals Grove. That will put the ball at the Lewisburg 40-yard line with 4:10 to go in the first half. If, if they call that all year, Justin, there's yeah. going to be a lot of offensive. I mean, uh, defensive pass, pass interference. interference. Yeah. Okay, that's a 15-yard penalty. Puts the ball on the 40-yard line. That's, you know, except for uh, that's the second penalty, I believe, against Lewisburg. They had one illegal procedure. That one there, and I think Seals Grove had one for holding, holding. On, a, yep. on a kickoff. kickoff. Yep. So it's, for a first game, it's been pretty well played. So the Seals come out this time with a tight end to the left. Two receivers to the right. Eye formation, shock under center. Showing the fullback, Con the tailback. Turns, give the ball to Con up the middle. Breaks the tackle. He's in the clear, and he's going to break it for a touchdown. 40-yard run for a touchdown by Joe Con. Seals tied up 13-13. And that could be the, the Shemokin Dam Health Center play of the game. For Seals Grove, they've had two long runs. Oh, there's a penalty on the on the field. I see a penalty flag down. I don't know what it's for. Any celebrations against the Seals? I didn't see anything that happened there. Touchdown is good. It's going to be taunting. Taunting against Seals Grove. It'll be assessed on the kickoff. So now Seals Grove will try the extra point. In the kick, the extra point will be Kyle Rule. He was successful in his first kick. Kyle is 5'8", 135-pound sophomore. Doing the holding for the Seals is Brent Four. Kyle Rule. I didn't see who did the taunting or, yeah, or what it was. They're discussing here, and I don't know if 
I don't know, they're going to inject him? Yeah, I don't know if that yeah. happens or not. Looks like he's just picking up his flag right now. I don't. They were talking. And, I don't know. I I have. Nope, I don't understand that one. Okay, Seals Grove now waiting for the snap. Rules set, ready to kick. Good snap. Ball's down. The kick's up. And the kick's good. And Seals Grove takes a 14 13 lead with 4.02 to go in the first half. And yeah, Seals Grove. Seals Grove, you got to give them credit. They yep. got a break there, and they took advantage they took of advantage it. Took advantage of it. They went up top right away. Yep. And uh, you know they just took it, broke off, and good run there by Khan. And yep. uh, that's one thing you, you know, I know Coleman's on the sidelines right now, still you know talking about that call. But uh, we got to forget about it, and uh, we got to move forward. You know, it's really they had him. They bottled up the running game since the first run by Nate Schoen. Yeah. Um, they just broke that one clean and. You got to give credit to the offensive line there, Seals Grove, to open that hole up, and again, no one touched him. So now Seals Grove will kick off from the 25-yard line, I believe. Yep, it's, they're gonna walk it off. Yep, they're gonna walk it off now. They haven't walked it off yet. Take a quick look no. here at the Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard as we're in the second quarter here around the valley. It is Danville 21, Shiklamy 7, Southern Columbia 21, Bloomsburg 0. It's Williamsport 27, Central Mountain 6. Central Columbia has a 7-0 lead over Mount Carmel. Schmokin and Milton are knotted at 7. North Schoolkill 17, Loyal Sox 7. Muncie has a 7-0 lead over Warrior Run. Mifflinburg has a 7-0 lead over Hughesville. Berwick with a 14-0 lead over Abington Heights. And Midwest and Marion Catholic are tied at 7. Montoursville 20, North Penn Mansfield 20 to 0 Montoursville in the second. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard in the second quarter. Okay, rules getting ready to poach the ball in the 25. Lewisburg, Moyers and Farinado deep, standing their own 25. Kick goes to Farinado at the 30. He's at the 35, the 40, cuts up the middle, 50, trying to get outside. He's at the 50 back again. He's at the 45, stiff arm and falls down about the 38, 39-yard line, which could have been a late hit there out of bounds. I agree. But no call. Uh, he was two yards out of bounds when the Seals Grove kid fell on top of him. But great return there by Farinato again. Great it, job. Just From the, the line 30, drive kicks. That's a 32-yard return. Puts Lewisburg in great field position with 3.52 to go in the first half. They're they're essentially in four-down territory right now, Justin. Definitely. Yep. 3.52 to go here, down by one. So, be huge here. Put some points on to go into the half. Lewisburg breaks the huddle. They're going off. Looks like they're unbalanced to the right. Moyers in the backfield, turns, get the ball to Moyers up the middle, hit in the backfield and spun down for a loss of a yard in the play. Who's that in there? 55, 55 for uh, Seals. Blaze Ziders in there Zider. on the tackle, yeah. Yeah, we've got some good penetration there out of yep. Blaze. Now, what Lewisburg will do eventually off that play, they'll run a little counter action. Yep. And uh, that, because right now, Seals Grove is just shooting because everything Lewisburg's run out of that formation has been up the middle. So I can really see them doing some counter action there. Maybe in the second half because you don't want them to adjust to anything like that. Yeah, in the first time. half. Yep. Yep. Timeout by Lewisburg here. So it's second down and 10. Seals with a 14 13 lead here in the second quarter. 3 30 to go. 39-yard line, the ball rests in the 39-yard line again. No need to panic here for the Green Dragons. They have 
3.30 to go. They have uh, two timeouts left, I believe. Yep. And um, when, they've, when they've thrown the ball, Shaleski has had time to throw the ball. Um, it's a question now what what the coaching staff wants to do. And they're, they're just giving one-on-one coverage with Farinato. Right now, that's what they're doing, yes. That uh, the Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week that we talked about in the pregame, Shikalimi and Danville. It's Danville with a 21-7 lead over Shikalimi in the second quarter. Wow, that that uh, kind of surprises me. Danville has the skill people to do that. There's no doubt about it. Okay, shotgun formation here. Second down, 11. Ball's in the 39-yard line. Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Fake to Moyers. Steps up, throws the ball out to Ramirez, and has to throw it away. Good coverage by Joe Kahn there. Yeah, just uh, just there was nothing there. Nick nope. just throws it away, which was a smart move. You can see yep. the maturation with Nick there. Instead of trying to force something in, just, hey, throw it away. Let's go to another down here. Something Lewisburg is going to have to think of in the future here is a, a screen pass yep. because they're getting a really good penetration in the middle of the – Deep, uh, middle of the offensive line for the Green uh, Seals Grove Seals. Shotgun formation, Farinato and Ramirez to the right, with the right to the left, tight end left. Good snap, fakes the draw to Moyers, looks downfield, standing in the pocket. He's getting tackled now for a loss of about two yards in the play, bring him down about the 41. Good defensive series there by Seelands Grove. Yeah, give them credit. Give the line credit for Lewisburg. Nick had ample time. It's just that the secondary for yep. Seelands Grove just had tight coverage and just nothing there. So Nick, you know, just talks and tries to make something out of nothing and, uh, you know, loses two yards there, sets up a fourth and 12 from the 41. Under three minutes to go here. Obviously, we're going to punt it away here. Going to take our time. Uh, they're one player short. There they go. Okay, they're going to punt Fernandez in his own 46-yard line. The returners are standing at the 10-yard line. Good snap. High kick, not very deep. Fair catch called and gets it at his 20. Nyland takes that to the 20-yard line. So the Seals will have 80 yards to go in 2 minutes, 30 seconds, and they do have all three timeouts left. But if I'm Lewisburg... They can run the ball. Yes, they because can. They, they haven't thrown the ball well here tonight, but they have been shown the ability to run the ball in big running plays. Yeah, 2.32 to go here in the second quarter, three timeouts left. You know, look for the high percentage short passes. If they do, you know, decide the pass here. We got Schoen in the backfield and Khan. Seals come out with two receivers to the left. Looks like Nyland and Swideford to the left. Tight end to the right is Metzger. High formation in the backfield. Turns, give the ball to Khan off the right side. Good cut, and he is free. Running down the sidelines at the 40. Farinato the beat. Farinato brings it down at midfield. Just an isolation play off the right side. Picks up 30 yards. They're now at midfield. Clock stop with 2.23 to go. Yeah, he kicked that out. and just, you know, Fortunately, Farinato was able to come over, bring him down. First and 10 for Seals Grove. The ball resting at midfield. Looks like the same formation. Nope, this time they're going shotgun. Shown to the right of the quarterback. Con to the left. Down to two minutes and eight seconds. Waiting on the snap. Choke gets the same. Looks out to left. Throws it high and off of the hands of the wide receiver that time. And if Lewisburg is playing a tight coverage there, that's an interception going 50 yards the other I was way. I say pick six, yep. only opposite way. Drop there by Josh Nyland. Yep. 
right in his hands. Shock hit him right in the hands. Nyland drops it. Sets up a second and 10. Two minutes to go here in the second quarter. Seals driving with a 14-13 lead over the Green Dragons. Second down and 10. Balls in the right hash mark. Just like shotgun formation this time. And cons to the right of the quarterback. Double tight end. This is a run formation for the for the Seals. Gives the ball to Khan up the middle, breaks it one way, cuts back the other way, hit by a bunch of Green Dragons there. Spalding comes in and wraps it up. No gain in the play, brings up third and ten. Yeah, good penetration there. And guys were able to stop him, hold him up, and, and the Cavalry came in and just basically gang-tackled him. You know, right now it looks like... Um, Seals goes being conservative. They, they are being, they don't want to take a chance to turn the ball over here. Yeah, get, they get the ball to start the second half. That's exactly right. So... Okay, we have three receivers to the left for Seals Grove. One to the right, the tight ends to the left. That gives the three receivers. Shotgun formation, Khan is to the right of the quarterback. Call timeout here. Call timeout. We don't have a defensive, yes. But the guy in the slot was wide open. We didn't know what coverage we had. So good, smart timeout there by Coach Persing to recognize this situation. So they're talking it over right now, and that's that's something they, they have to do because, man, that – that slot guy could have run right down the middle of the yep. field. He was wide open. Yep. Little pitch and catch there, and he's got daylight to the end zone. And uh, smart smart call there with that timeout. And, uh, you know, regroup here. It's a big play. Third and 10. 119 to go here in the second quarter. Seals with a 14-13 lead in driving. Take another quick look here at the Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard in the second. It's Danville 21, Shiklamy 7, Southern Columbia 28, Bloomsburg 0. It's Williamsport 34, Central Mountain 6. It's Central Columbia 7, Mount Carmel 2. Milton has a 14-7 lead over Shimokin. North Schoolkill 17, Loyal Sox 7, Muncie 7, Warrior Run 0, Mifflinburg 7, Hughesville 0. Berwick has a 21-0 lead over Abington Heights, and Midwest has a 13-7 lead over Marion Catholic. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander forward out-of-town scoreboard in the second quarter. Okay, third and 10, shotgun formation, con to the right of the quarterback. Waiting on the snap. Good snap. Oh, he drops the ball. It was a good snap, and he's under pressure. He breaks out of it. He's going to run the ball. He's across the 50. Breaks one tackle, and he's tackled at the 45-yard line. I think that was Dakota Snyder that finally brought him down out there. Yeah, we had some missed tackles there. Yeah, missed tackle, but... Dakota it, wrapped him up, and it's going to set up a fourth and five. Wasn't a bad snap at all. He just dropped it. I think he took his, his eyes, eyes off, off of it yeah. because it was a good snap. That's the third time tonight that yep. he's had some trouble with the snaps, and I don't think the snaps are bad. Fourth down and five, 50 seconds to go, and I think Lewisburg, I mean, Seals Grove is going to take this down as far as they can. The key right here is uh, if they punt it to Farinato, if he makes a guy miss, he could go all the way. Unless they're trying to draw Lewisburg offsides here, I just think they're going to take a penalty. Yeah, they're going to take so well, they they a, a timeout. No, they took a timeout. Yeah, I was going to say, they didn't so, have a personnel uh, on with a punter. You know, 30 seconds to go in the first half. Well, now punt the ball. If I'm Lewisburg, I don't aggressively rush this punt only, only because... Rough the punter. Yep, extend. You're, you're on the 30-yard line now. Um, their kicker has a decent leg, and I saw him warming up. He can make it from 35, 40 yards out. And again, I think that's what Coach Persing's talking about with his group right now. 30 seconds to go. It's fourth and five from the 45-yard line. 
Farinato will be standing about his 10-yard line. And, it, you know, this, this punts, he had one good punt that he punted away from Dillon that was down on the one-yard line. But the last one was just a line drive right yeah, at him. Line no drive. hang time at all. And if Dillon gets that with a big field like this, he could break it a long ways. And that's what I think Seals Grove, when they took the timeout, I th- and I just saw the, the one, uh, one guy on the punt punt team there for Seals Grove just motioned to the punter down the left, out of bounds. Yeah. So they're going to kick it away from Farinato. Which is a very smart move. Yep. Okay, standing at his 42-yard line waiting for the snap. He has had some bad snaps, though. Good snap this time. Best snap he's had all night. The punt's going very far left and out of bounds. Hits the track. Goes out of probably about the 25-yard line. Yep, right on the 25-yard line. Lewisburg has it first down with 26 seconds to go in the first half. Seals Grove still has two timeouts left. Yeah, Lewisburg only has one, and I think um, we'll be taking if, if I'm if I'm Lewisburg, I just give the ball to Max Moyers or a quarterback sneak, either one. I mean, if you don't want to risk handing the ball off, you just keep in Chaleski's hands, quarterback sneak. Right now they have Swineford out here to the left as a defensive back. They have three receivers now. They do have Farinato over on the right side by himself, but they're rolling coverage towards Farinato yeah, also. Double they are looking. They throw it deep. Oh, oh that's pass interference. interference. Come on. That has to. Man, if they called that before with what? <laughs> 54 knocks our receiver over. Yeah, that, that's uh apologize getting too excited there but <laughs> holy cow if you're gonna call it on one side you gotta well, call them both well and, and i'll tell you what the fr- that was passing that was passing pass interference oh my goodness so that brings up now second 10 from the 25 yard line this time farinato is in slot over here with witherite and roman brown seals get away with one there shot confirmation looking to his left he throws back to his right on that, oh, that could have been picked off for a pick six by the Seals. Yep, a high throw there. Newcomb wasn't throw. able to bring it down yep. off his hands, and the corner for the for the Seals was w- more worried about making the hit. Yep. And if he wouldn't be watching the ball, I'll tell you what, that was pick six going back the opposite way. So it was 17 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. I got that, now they're in situation. Trouble. You're in trouble because Seals get they still have two timeouts. Yep. And uh, they Lewisburg needs a first down on this play. Same formation, three receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. This time, though, it's Brown to the right. Shock confirmation, Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Gives the ball to Moyers up the middle, and he breaks one tackle, falls forward to the 27 for a gain of two in the play, makes it third and eight, and Seals Grove does call a timeout with 10 seconds to go in the first half. Good, smart call by Seals Grove. Yeah, use that timeout, you know, put the pressure on the Dragons, on the Green Dragons with 10 seconds left here, you know. Because Seals will have decent field position here based off. you got to get a good snap on the punt, get the punt off, and, uh, you know, 10 seconds here. They'll get good field position, give themselves they, they an opportunity. They will get good field position. Okay, Lewisburg will go into the punting formation. Farinato will punt. I believe this is only his second punt of the night, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, just the second of the night for Dylan. Farinato will be standing about his own 15-yard line. Heavy inside is 15, about his 13-yard line to receive the snap from the center. Going back deep, it looks like it's Nyland. It looks like uh, Schoen's off punting duty right now. Actually, they're playing punt safe. They're not putting anyone really deep. 
Khan's out way out here to the left to try to get a good rush on. Good snap. Good punt by Farinato. Over everyone's head, but takes a Seals Grove bounce, and Ronnie Lentz is there to down the 45. The only thing Ronnie should have done there is just let it go out of bounds. Let it go out. It's two seconds still left yep. off. The ball, the time would have run out there. Seals Grove brought the pressure. Khan was getting there. He was close. He was real close. Farinato was, was able to close. get it off. Yep. And that's something to think about if we get in that position again. Yeah, because he came off that edge there. Okay, we have Swineford coming out here to the right, Nyland to the left. Looks like they're in the victory formation yeah, here. Yeah, just going to take, take a knee. just going to take a knee and uh, get out of here with the 14-13 lead at halftime. And he does take a knee. And that concludes the first half of the Lewisburg Seals Grove football game with Seals Grove ahead of Lewisburg by a score of 14 13. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and Jeep is the official vehicle of summer. If you're looking for a new Jeep Compass, we have 28 in stock in all trim levels with discounts up to $4,000 and starting at just $23,000. We are also taking $4,000 off 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Altitudes in stock. We still have the best selection of Jeep Renegades in the Valley with discounts up to $7,500 to qualified individuals. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family-operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal, home, and auto, or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. If your garage door made it through the test of time, but now is out of time, see the garage door experts at Glick Associates Shemokin Dam. If a new garage door is the way you need to go, Glick sells and installs high-quality insulated garage doors and LiftMaster electric operators that will keep your garage calm, cozy, and inviting all through whatever old man winter throws at it. Then, when spring rolls around, you'll know your garage door will be ready to block out the heat, humidity, and summer's worst weather. Hurry into Glick's and Shemokin Dam now. Remember, nobody does it better than Glick's. This is WVLY Milton Lewisburg. We're back here at Bucknell University, Chrissy Matthews Memorial Stadium. We're at halftime. The Green Dragons lead Seals Grove by a score of 14-13. Seals Grove Band is getting ready to perform their halftime show for the fans here at Lewisburg. Um, it's a game that's Kind of lived up to its billing, Justin. You know, yeah, it has. We got we got a heck of a ball game here. You know, tonight it's uh, you know going on. Both teams coming out, making some big plays. Uh, both teams have been able to drive the ball. Uh, we you know got some points put on the board here. 
We got the Seals Grove band here in front of us, and, and they are into it. I'll tell you what. I can't hear anything. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I can't hear I can't hear you either, Greg. It's, uh, so we're going to, if you bear with us here, we're going to close up a little bit. But, yeah. uh, again, we got a heck of a ball game. 14-13 here, the Seals over the Green Dragons. Uh, opening drive, Green Dragons come out. We're able to move the ball a little bit. Then just, uh, you know, the defense for the Seals stepped up and uh, made some plays. And then the opening drive for the Seals, they come down. And uh, big play has been uh, the Seals' offense tonight out of their running backs. Nate Schoen took a took a ball with 8.19 left in the first quarter for 59 yards for a touchdown run. And, uh, you know, statistically tonight, Schoen's only carried the ball four times for 69 yards. But uh, he showed his, uh, you know, ability there right. in the backfield with that carry for 59 yards. And then uh, the Green Dragons followed that up. As they get the ball back, and with 3:10 left in the first quarter, Nick Shaleski hit Dylan Farinato for a 72-yard touchdown pass, and we were knotted at seven. Uh, then we come back, and then Max Moyers from three yards out gets a touchdown run. Unfortunately, we had uh, we had too many men in the huddle. We had to move move back on the PAT try, and uh, they were able to block that. So the Green Dragons had a, in the second quarter had a lead of 13 to seven. Seals come back with their own big touchdown run by Joe Kahn, 40 yards out after a uh, questionable pass interference uh, call against the Green Dragons when it was third and ten. They come back next play after the first down on the penalty. The Seals run it 40 yards out. Joe Kahn, their PAT attempt was good, and they take the lead 14-13. Uh, here we are at the half. Yeah, re- realistically, Lewisburg's defense has played well except for two plays. Yep, two big plays. They've really... You know, statistically, Greg, you look at the Seals Grove offense, uh, quarterback, freshman Danny Schock, you know, we didn't think we would see him, you know, pass him much right. tonight, and we really haven't. It's been designed rollouts and just tuck yep. it and go himself. Tonight, uh, the freshman quarterback, Schock, he's two or three for just six yards. You know, a little dinking and dunk. Right. The only deep ball that he threw was that pass interference call down the left sideline there on a third and ten. On the ground, you know, Khan, Joe Khan, senior run back, ran for over 1,100 yards last year for Seals Grove. We figured he'd be the workhorse was shown. He's got 10 carries tonight for 87 yards, one touchdown. That touchdown round, as we talked about, was from 40 yards out. And then shown four carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. And the quarterback, Shock himself, eight keeps for 26 yards. On the receiving end for the uh, Seals, it's shown with one catch for two yards and Josh Nyland one catch for four yards. Mm-hmm. Offensively for the Green Dragons, uh, it's been pretty balanced. Nick Shaleski tonight, five of nine. And Shed has hit uh, Farinano for four. And... Uh, Drew uh, Newcomb for one, five of nine for uh, 96 yards for uh, for Shedleski here tonight with one touchdown. That that 72 yard touchdown pass to Farinano on the receiving end. It was Farinano with four catches for 90 yards and Newcomb one catch for six yards on the ground. Uh, we've seen Max Moyers, a sophomore, coming back after that good freshman season last year. He's had 10 carries tonight for 22 yards. Keep in mind though, he had that three yard touchdown, but his opening run was for 15 yards right. of the night. So. Uh, the Seals have been able to bottle him up. Ten carries for 22 yards. Farinato took one snap out of that Wildcat formation and was able to get seven yards out of it. And then Shaleski himself, he was able to carry the ball four times for three yards. So, balanced offense there uh, for the for the Green Dragons. Offensively for the Seals, this has been the big play. The 59-yard touchdown run by Schoen and the 40, 40-yard uh, touchdown run by Kahn. And that puts our score 14-13 here at, at the half with the Seals getting the ball to start the second half, Greg. You know, I I think it looks like both defensive coordinators have made some adjustments. Yeah. Uh, the difference is they have been able to get to the secondary on their runs. 
Lewisburg hasn't been able to do that tonight. You know, um, they've they've had Moyers pretty well bottled up, and that's that three five. Yeah, I was gonna say the three five. You, you just don't know where the pressure's coming from. Yep, they're moving those back. Yep, the linebackers are around, and uh, you do, and like you said, you just don't know where the pressure's coming from. And uh, there's some adjustments you know we're gonna have to make here at the half. Seals come out, get the ball, start the second half, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got a good ball game. We anticipated a lot of people said, you know, Sealands Grove, you know, they lost 28 seniors, but I'll tell you what, they got a great program, they got a good feeder system, and they do, they, yep. you know, they only have four seniors that are starting for them on, on both sides of the ball. But I'll tell you what, you got young guys that are hungry, they're looking for their opportunities to get in, and here they are tonight, uh, making some plays. That's right. It's uh, it, it's a it's a game that has kind of lived up to its billing in that. We thought who could run the ball is going to win this game. Yep. Seals Grove has shown that they can run the ball right now against Lewisburg. That's what's kept them in the ball game. Lewisburg, we know their weapon. They have Max Moyers, but they also have Dylan Farinato on the outside. That's one thing Seals Grove doesn't have. They don't, yep. have, they don't have that, that Farinato and that thread on the outside right now. And like you said, that pass interference call, that's a tough call. The thing is, though, he was well covered. Yeah. I yeah. mean... Yep. Witherite was right there with yep. him, step for step. He wasn't going to catch that pass. And, and, it, and it wasn't uh, face guard. He was back right. watching the ball. He was playing the ball. He yep. went up with his hands up to, to make a play. And, yep. and, you know, from an official standpoint, you got to let you gotta let the defender make a play. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. There was no holding, no pulling or anything along those lines nope. to initiate a, you know, a, a, a pass. A push, a shove or anything yeah, like that. there was that. nothing. It just wasn't there. But, again, uh, that, that was good defense by Lewisburg. And, yep. and they're going to be rewarded for that down the road. And, and Witherite will be reward, rewarded for that down the road. Uh, for the second half, what are you what are you looking for maybe in the second half, Justin? Well, I, I think, you know, defensively we talked about making the adjustments. I don't think Seals Grove has shown the ability to really pass downfield. So, again, I mean, I think, you know, with our coverage, with our guys on the outside, I, I think we could really go with that one-on-one coverage. I don't really uh, – I think we can bring more pressure. I think load more in the box. The only, the only problem, though, is that what we've seen with that quick, uh, quick hit. Once That's they get right. to that second level, you know, yeah. we can't keep up with them. So – uh, it's going to be interesting, you know, with that chess match going. And then from uh, from a standpoint for the Green Dragons offense, Lee, is I think we got to get back to really establishing the run. I think we really got to establish the run. We started earlier there with it. Mm-hmm. Moyers, like we talked about, first carry for 15 yards. And, you know, we got away from it. We, uh, we got away from it. And uh, don't get me wrong, I, I don't mind the pass, but I think the run develops the pass. Right. And, and that gives you more opportunities with uh, create that running game and win in the trenches because now, Again, we have that size, uh, and everybody knows that. We have that size up front. Now here when we come down the first week of the season, the conditioning becomes a factor. And I'll tell you what, if we can wear these guys down in the mm-hmm. third quarter into the fourth quarter, you're moving some big mass you know, at that right. line there. We, got, we average 285, 290. Um, you know, that's, that starts to wear down those other smaller guys on the opposing side. So I think that's going to be a factor here. I, I think the other thing we have to do is we're running everything up the middle. Yeah. You know, we, we need to get Moyers on the outside or Farinato on the outside, whoever, yep. however they want to do it. And I think they can do that with some counteraction off of off of that unbalanced line. They did that well last year a couple times in a couple games. I think that's something they have to look at doing. The other thing is, you know, they're playing off of our receivers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not challenging our receivers at all, Justin. And you mentioned that a couple times. You know, you hit that quick slant to Farinato or Witherite yep. or, or Newcomb. 
that's going to open up the running game because now yep. those linebackers aren't going to be able to be shooting in. They're going to have to be dropping back into pass coverage. Yep. That will help the running game and also. What, what I like about it on the outside, too, is you start lulling them in with that dink and that dunk pass, as I like to call it, the short, high-percentage pass. You bring those corners up tighter now. Mm-hmm. Now you give that ability for that one-on-one with somebody with the speed like Dylan, Dylan Farinato to get downfield and put a ball up there for him you know, right. to go and get because yep. they're playing off right now. They're playing a good 15 yards off yeah, on, on Dylan. So, you know, I think if we can recognize that and make those adjustments and uh, you'll see what happens. You know, we got a good one here, 14-13. Let's take a quick look at the uh, Blaze Alexander Ford Alltown scoreboard throughout the Valley as we're heading into halftime throughout the uh, the Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week that we talked about here in the pregame. Uh, it was down in Sunbury. It was Chickalimi and Danville, and it's been all Danville here tonight. It's Danville 28, Chickalimi 7 going into the half. It's Southern Columbia 28, Bloomsburg 7. It's Williamsport 34, Central Mountain 6. Central Columbia, this is a game I thought that would be really good uh, coming in the opening week. Central Columbia and Mount Carmel. Central Columbia has a 7-2 lead over Mount Carmel. Milton and Shemokin, two teams I think are improving. Uh, Milton with a 21-7 lead in that game at the half. It's North Schoolkill 29, Loyal Sox 7 at the half. It's Muncie 14, Warrior Run 0. It's Mifflinburg with a 7-0 lead over Hughesville. Berwick has a 21-0 lead over Abington Heights. It's Midwest with a 20-7 lead over Marion Catholic. There's got wow. a lot of motion there oh, right, right now for Midwest getting their program back and the first game here. That's Montoursville, 34, North Penn, Mansfield, 6, and Belfont has a 14-7 lead over Jersey Shore at the half. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. And here at Christy Mathieson Stadium in Lewisburg, it's the Seals Grove Seals, 14. It's the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 13. The Seals Grove Seals will receive the kick to start the second half. And you're listening to Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. The fun is just getting started at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. On September 8th, it's their car and craft show. And on the 9th, it's Doggy Day in the Maze. Vendors are welcome for both events. Find out about all of their events at colesstonyhill.com. Other family favorite happenings include the corn cannon, pumpkin chunkin', and don't miss your chance to visit their pumpkin patch. The fun has just begun at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, 3319 Mexico Road in Milton. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Team, Hummel's Wharf. 
we're back here on the campus of Bucknell University with the halftime score, Seals Grove 14, Wolfsburg 13. Uh, a game that's lived up to everything we, we uh, thought it would be. Uh, probably the thing that surprises me the most is Seals Grove's ability to hit the long the long run. And uh, they that what and essentially what they've done on those is run short side of the field. And it's a quick hitter, short side of the field where Lewisburg, I mean, essentially they've outnumbered Lewisburg on that on that play. And uh, they've done a great job. Yeah, get to that second level. And- Con and, Con and um, Joan, they're not going to juke you. No, they're yeah, going to put they're, their head down they're and They're going to put your head down and run, run over you. And that's essentially that's what, what they've done. It's just a straight line run is what they've been able to do. That first carry that Shone had tonight for 12 yards, I mean, he could have actually took that in the house for a touchdown. But instead yeah. of trying to avoid contact, he makes contact, puts his head down, and tries to run the guy over. And, uh, you know, he's you know he showed some, some speed there at the same time with that 59-yard touchdown run. So, uh, you know, they've been their, their go-to uh, home run hitters. And uh, we could slow them down here in the second half and establish our own running game. That will really help develop that pass. So we're in for a barn burner here week one. And uh, week one here already, it's a, fortunately, it's a good night as far as weather-wise. Right. It's yep. not really humid at all. No humidity as the sun has gone down. The temperature has really dropped. So uh, the, the other thing that's to think of in this in this situation, too, is the two programs. Lewisburg is looking to establish itself, Justin. This yeah. would be a huge win for them. Huge win. And you talk about playoff scenario. This is a, you oh. know, we don't realize, but Seals Grove is an upper classification. So not only do you get the wins for the points, but beating a school that's a higher classification, you know, here. And, it, and it's a huge ramifications for the Heartland Conference Division One this year. It uh, really which is. Lewisburg was moved into, you know. Both of these teams, I, I think, you know, look coming into it, you know, they're probably as as those, you know, Seals are lost 28 starters, but they have such a great program that they have a feeder program that keeps filling and filling in. Yep. That, uh, you know, these are two of the favorites for this year for the Heartland Conference Division yep. One. So, you know, it is only week one, but it's a huge win uh, either uh, way. Yeah, I would say that the team that wins this game has a leg up on, on the Division yep. One, you yep. know, the Heartland Conference Division One. I agree. The, the thing that, that we have to do, too, is in a close game, Lewisburg does have the experience edge. Yep. However, Seals Grove coaching staff has that experience edge. They've been together for a long, long time. time. You know, where where Lewisburg's, you know, it's their second year and here, I, but they're, they're they're and they've adjusted well. Don't yep. get me wrong, but but still, you got a package, and, and I don't right. think a lot of people realize that when you have coaching turnover and changes, they're bringing in their system, and it's a new offensive package, new defensive package for these student athletes to understand yep. and learn. And it sounds very easy, but you look in the at the NFL level, the highest level, oh. where guys you know change teams, and they're having a hard time adjust to the playbook right. of, a, of a new program. And and they're available to practice all the essentially time. year round. Yeah. is what it amounts to. These guys, these guys yep. have been together for three weeks, so Seals Grove really has that upper edge, you know, with consistency. So, uh, yep. Lewisburg, I mean, you're going to continue as the season goes on, continue to see the improvements. But, uh, you know, big game here tonight to start off the season, get that first W. Okay, we're getting ready to start the third quarter. Ben Liscom will kick off for Lewisburg. The ball's in the left hash mark. Deeper is Nyland. It's Josh Nyland and Nate Schoen are deep, standing about the 12-yard line. Liscom's getting ready to approach the ball. He approaches the ball. Good kick this time, well over Nyland's head into the end zone. Great kickoff by Ben Liscom there as the ball did hit in the end zone. Yeah, touchback. Yep. Touchback. Ball will be on the 20-yard line. Ben, only a sophomore, had an opportunity last year, some kicking duties. I'll tell you what, showed his foot off there. He really did. That was a 
That was a great kick. When they were standing at the 12 yard line, and they just turned and watched it go over their heads. So first down for the Seals. Swineford's coming out wide to the right. Nyland is going out wide to the left. Tight end Metzger is on the left-hand side. Shotgun formation. Khan and shown to the right and left of the quarterback. Gets the ball, gives the ball up the middle to Schoen. He's The hole was bottled up, and he loses. Looks like three yards in the play. Good penetration by the defense, and Ronnie Lentz is in there to make the tackle in the backfield. Yeah, it's going to be going to lose. They lose three. Three on the play. play. Up yeah. second, 13, ball on the 17-yard line. One thing, too, with Schoen is, Greg, watch his body. body. You can see if he's getting the ball or not. It's one thing I picked up that he's he, he gives it. Uh, I can really see from okay. up here. Watch his, his body, body language as uh, if he's getting the ball. This time there's no tight end. They have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation. This is a passing formation for the Seals. Waiting on the shotgun snap. Good snap. Back to pass. Looking downfield goes right. Throws a quick slant. Good pay, uh, pass defense there by Andrew Ramirez. And there's a flag coming in. I don't know what the flag's for. Boy, that, this is this is interesting to see what this flag's for. It's a leak. It looks like a a, a, a hit uh, after the play was over. I didn't see it to tell you the truth. I a hit to the head. Wow, that the that's receiver something. fell down. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell I, you what. This crew, this I, I crew needs to go that. back and watch the tape after this because this is. I see Coach Persing right now having yeah. a discussion with him. That's uh, again. You let the kids play the game. Don't take it out of their hands. Ramirez was in front of the receiver and tipped the ball. Yeah, the kid just fell. It was a high throw. Yep. Okay, this time it's second down and uh, same formation. I'm sorry, there's a tight end to the left this time. Run formation. Yep. Back to pass. The quarterback's running, though, to the left, following the uh, two tailbacks. Gains about two in the play out to the 34-yard line. So it's now second down and eight from the 34-yard line as uh, Dakota Snyder was in on the tackle there along with Dylan Farinato. Yeah, good play there by Dakota yep. off the left side. Just a design quarterback keeper there. Yep. You shown as your lead blocker off the left side. We've seen that a lot tonight out of the Seals. Two receivers to the right. Josh Nyland and, and uh, Brett Four. One receiver to the left. Shown to the right of the quarterback in the shotgun formation. Back to pass, looking downfield, thrown over the middle. High pass, great coverage there by the Green Dragons. It was Ronnie Lentz and Andrew Ramirez had him sandwiched there, had Nylon sandwiched. Great, not not great a coverage. bad pass, great yeah. coverage, though. Great coverage there, double coverage, you know, and, and just after we've seen this officiating crew so far tonight, Greg, I'm just watching, holding my breath, <laughs> waiting to see for a flag to come out. Now, that was great coverage there yeah. by both Lentz and Ramirez. So it's third down. This time they have two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left. Tight end to the right. Shock confirmation. Khan is to the left of the quarterback. Waiting on the snap. Good snap. Looks to his left for a quick hitter. They have blocking set up out there. He got a first down. Great screen pass out there to Swineford. Just a wide receiver screen and a good job. Seals goes, seals down, gets up one of the linemen. He's limping back to the huddle. I think he'll be okay. 
First down on the 45-yard line for the Seals. Pickup of 11 there. Swineford's first catch, the senior 6'2", 191 pounds of the night coming in. Good year last year for the Seals. This time it's the I formation in the backfield. Tight end to the right. Showing the fullback. Con the tailback. Turns, give the ball to Con. Nope, takes the ball to Con. Looking downfield, being pressured. Throws the ball. Picked. Oh, no! In Ramirez's hands. He made a great, great attempt at the interception. When he hit the ground, the ball just bounced up in the air. Yeah, it's one of those plays that we got to have. We're going to win a game like this. Ramirez, yep. he, he recognized it, jumped in front of the pass there, and, uh, you know, Good sprint roll out there by uh, Shock. You know, good pl- ball fake there, and uh, rolled out to uh, rolled out to his right there. Had a receiver, and Ramirez just steps in front of it. Could have been pick six the other way. But uh, second down, ten nine fifty six to go in the third quarter. Coming as a wide receiver to the right for Seals is Christian Cans. Two receivers to the left. Khan is to the left of the quarterback in the shotgun formation. Tight end Metzger to the right. Gives the ball to Khan up the middle, hitting the backfield. He avoids one tackle, but then he's tackled for a loss of about three on the play. Couldn't see who made the tackle out there. Is that Dobler that made the tackle, I think, out there? There's a timeout on the field right now. Official's timeout. Official's timeout there. Player down for Seelands Grove. Yeah. Brett Colburn got in, got some good pressure there, and then uh, between Spalding and Dobler coming in to finish that off, it's going to set up a third and 14 for the Seals from their own 41 with 9.45 to go here. Seals with a 14-13 lead over the Green Dragons. Trey Bainey is the uh, injured seal on the field. He's the starting left tackle. He's a um, 5'11", 233-pound junior. Uh, he's, he's probably their biggest offensive and defensive lineman out there. Yeah, it doesn't right look now, like it's a cramp. No, it looks it's, like it's, I don't know if it's an ankle or a knee they're looking at. Yeah, he's on his from, side. Yeah, he's on his side right now. It's not a good Hate sign. to see anybody get uh, hurt. And we went through our share of injuries last, last year. year. He's, sitting, he's sitting up. That's a good thing. He's sitting up right now. Looks like he's looking at his right leg. Yeah, let's just hope it's. Yeah, it doesn't look like a cramp. Let's just hope it is. The big play. This this is the big play for the Dragons' defense right here. Third down and fourteen. Yeah, the last time we had a third and long, they went down in that fly on the left side. Yeah, they the did. Passing play. We had the pass interference call against us. But uh, looks like their defense. I mean, again, their pass defense has been there all night. They've had two calls go against them. Yep. But uh, the receivers have been well covered. You know, that's one thing, Greg. In, this, in the state of the sport, the PIAA is just losing officials. Uh, yeah. And that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Because you, you, I mean, I'm not being angry. I'm just being honest and yeah. calling it as it is. Is I want to say last year. I, I want to say they had. I want to say like close to 60 officials throughout our area, and they're down to uh, I want to say 39. I, I, I talked to an official today. Yep, he said they have they had 60 in their chapter last year. They have 40 this year. Okay, so that's, that's pretty yep. consistent. What I heard too. Yep. And the thing is that they're talking about is maybe moving some games from a Friday night just because the shortage of the officials yep. to Saturday afternoons or even Thursday night games. Yep, and it's not just good for the state of sport. We need more officials because again, unfortunately. You know, as critical as I like to be with officials, yeah. it's just, you know, we're fortunate to have the guys that we do because uh, it's just... It, it is a shame and it, that young kids don't want to get into this yeah. um, this type of thing. And I think the officials have to take a look at how they do things to try to get some young Younger people. guys, yep, get some new blood. It's, it's you know, the old, you know, old boys sports, club. Young guys don't want to pay their dues anymore. Nope. They want to step right into varsity games. And they're not ready to do no, that. No, they're yet. not. Okay, it's third down here. Shown to the right of the quarterback on the shotgun formation. 
Shock's in the shotgun, waiting for the calls. Lewisburg going to there's a movement hey, that's by the right tackle. Uh, and that will be a five-yard penalty, put him back to the 36, making it third and 19. If I'm Lewisburg, I'm looking at a draw play to show right here. Yep. Stay at home. Just try to try to get. Oh, they're calling Lewisburg. Oh, there was no contact. Oh, okay. Okay. The ref caught it wrong. wrong way. Okay. I was going to say, the wrong they way. drew us, but yeah. there was no contact, and nobody moved. Well, and no one crossed the neutral zone. Yeah. In high school, you have to do, do the neutral zone, and yeah. they didn't come close to the neutral zone. <laughs> wow. Thank goodness. Okay, so it's now third and 19 from the 36-yard line. We have two receivers to the right. Swineford and Nyland to the right. Wide receiver to the left, shown to the right of the quarterback. Just draw off left side. Back to pass. Nope. Looking downfield. Under pressure. Throws it up. Oh, kick, he kicks it off. It's uh, Newcomb down the sideline. He's to the 40. Cuts back at the 35 and is tackled at the 31-yard line. Great job by Brett Newcomb there. And, Greg, if this official crew does not watch this film, they... There's, they, they just need to. Bottom yep. line, there was offensive pass interference when that ball was coming down. There was no flag on the play. No. I mean, I hate to keep being critical, but seriously, you got to call it both ways. And yeah. it's just one-sided here tonight. I mean, fortunately for the Green Dragons, they were able to pick that pass off. Great play there by Newcomb, because he was pushed. He was, he was pushed, Yeah, he was. He was pushed off by two yards and, uh, you know, had a great return there. Now, again, great there. coverage by great the Green coverage, Dragons. Yeah, great coverage there, and that's a freshman mistake we saw of the Seals quarterback. And let's see if the Green Dragons can take advantage of that right now. That's the, uh, could be the Shemokin Dam Health Center uh, back breaker player of the game there. Starts the third quarter here with that turnover by the Green Dragons. Ball in the 31. Up the middle of the Moyers, he breaks clear. He's at the 20 outside, and he stiffs arm and is get pushed out at the 18-yard line. We have a flag, a late flag on the play. That the flag was thrown completely after the play was over. It looks like it's going to be holding on Lewisburg. Uh, and that that play that play occurred about six seven yards downfield uh, where the flag was thrown. Let's see what it is. Blocking the like back. Blocking the back. Uh, well, that would be after gain of three yards, so that's going to put the ball back to about the 37-yard line. We'll make it now first down and 16 from the 37-yard line. Uh, you know, I didn't think you could have a block in the back in the interior of the line, but I'm not sure. Green Dragons break the huddle. The ball's now on the 37. It's the same formation. Two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left, and this time Seals Grove is tight formation. Bring three pressure. Bringing pressure up the middle. Good block there by Max Moyers. Looking deep down the field to Farinato, and he breaks coverage, but he's just overthrown by uh, our quarterback, Nick Shedleski. Good pickup on a block there by Max Moyers on Nathan Schoen. Yeah, Schoen was coming through, blew, blew through there from his linebacker position, and, and Moyers puts his head down and makes a great block to give Nick enough time there. Farinato got open, was in double coverage, and just a little out ahead of him. Sets up a, it's going to be second, second and 16. Second and 16 from the 37-yard line. 
Hillsborough went to a little different formation there in their in their three five defenses. They brought everybody in tight in the defensive line, so you knew the pressure was going to be coming from the outside that time. We go. Shown is up, showing pressure. We have Newcomb in motion to the right, back to pass to Shaleski. Screen pass nice to Morris, ball. and it's one guy to beat out here on the left. He does juke him. He gets forward to about the twenty. Six-yard line, a pickup of about 11 on the play. Good play there by the Green Dragons as he's brought down by middle linebacker Nick Schaefer. Good job by the Green Dragons, and now puts him in four-down territory, Justin. Yeah, real good call there. They saw, saw the Seals bringing the pressure two plays in a row, and they dialed up the screen, and that was a perfect call at the right time. Makes it manageable. It's third and five here. Four-down territory, as you said, Greg, here. So you, you got run-pass option here. Third and five, Moyer to the left of the quarterback. Showing blitz. They have everybody standing. Shedleski's taking his time. Yep, just Call to play. Time. Looks like he's doing a little audible here. Back to pass. Wide open. Wide open. Right. Was with right in the middle, and they throw to Farinato. Breaks a tackle of the 20, and he falls forward to about the 15-yard line. First down. He had two receivers wide open there. Good job by the Green Dragons and Nick Shedleski getting that first down. You have another gain of 11 yards there for uh, Shedleski. Plenty of time. Give yep. the line the credit there. Uh, he, he has his primary and his secondary reads open. So I'll tell you yep. what, it's uh, good. It, good job there by Shedleski. Looked yep. like he changed the play there at the line of scrimmage. And again, three-year starter. starter. Yep, you the know, maturation. That, that's a heck of a job by Nick Shedleski. Three receivers to the right. This time shotgun formation. Moyers is the tailback. They have single coverage over here. They have single coverage all around here. Farinado's in the middle. Looks left, throws a pass to Farinado, cuts inside and touchdown. Dylan Farinado, great pass by Shalesky and and a catch by Farinado, who saw what he's doing and cut inside the defender for the touchdown. Looks like the Green, Green Dragons are going to go for two. 7.07 to go in the third quarter. 20, uh, 19 right now. It's a 19-14 lead for the Green Dragons. I'll tell you what, that was a nice adjustment. You don't see many high school wide receivers make that adjustment like Dylan Farinano recognized. It was supposed to be a fade to the back. Yep. Shedleski saw it was man-to-man that the open on the inside, and Farinano just stepped in front. Shedleski made a nice throw. Touchdown, Green Dragons with a two-point try on its way. Okay, they're going off offset eye. Give to Farinado a wide left, and he's hitting the backfield, and he falls forward to the one and doesn't get up. So the Green Dragons have a 19-14 lead with 7.07 to go in the third quarter. Great play there by both Shedleski and Farinado. And you know what that is? That's experience. You yep, know, that's you that chemistry. Senior, yep, yep, that's a senior wide receiver, a junior three-year starter at quarterback, and they just have that chemistry like you said, Justin. Yep, and that's what you – I mean, just the maturation and growth. That's good to see. So 7.07 here in the third quarter. The Green Dragons take the lead back. Unfortunately, the two-point try was not good, but they still hold the lead 19-14 here. 19-14, to go. Green Dragons will be kicking off again. Ben Liskam will be kicking off. And, again, it's all about this pass defense. Seals Grove is having trouble with their pass defense, and Losberg's pass defense has been probably the difference in the game right now uh they got that interception newcomb did a great job in the interception yep. and we almost had another one with uh, ramirez ramirez made a real nice play yep. as well he made a real yep. nice play there so you know they're starting to put a little bit of pressure on the quarterback young kid first start of his career freshman yep. making those mistakes that you would expect let approaches the ball and he kicks it out of bounds which is a mistake 
That's a mistake because that gives the, the field position back at the 35-yard line. And that's something we didn't, we didn't need to have happen. I, I really think he kicks the ball deep. They don't return it that well anyway. Yeah, last time he kicked it out of the end zone. Yeah. Seals Grove now I guess has the option with to have them kick it again if they would like to. Let's see what they're doing here. Okay, Seals Grove's gonna get the ball on the right hash mark. The 35-yard line, first and 10, and they're going to um, two tight end set with Nate Schoen as their only running back. Every time they've shown this so far tonight, they've run the football. Shock under center. Waiting for the snap. Turns, gives the ball to Schoen, hit in the backfield, fights his way forward for a pickup of two yards, and that's just a big fullback getting hit in the backfield and keeping his momentum going forward for a two-yard gain. Like you said, you know, that, that set that they come out there, you know Sean's getting the balls, but watch him work with his gloves. Every time he's touching the ball, Greg, he he, he plays it. You can see it. And hopefully our, you know, our, our guys are reading that right away, too. He fixes his, gro- his gloves and his body language right away. Okay, now it's second down from the 37-yard line. Sean is in the backfield again, but this time it's shotgun formation. Two tight ends, and we have a looks like a timeout on the field. Timeout, Seals Grove, with 6:28 to go in the third quarter. Lewisburg leads by a score of 19 to 14. I think Justin, in your scores that you've given tonight, probably the score that surprised me the most is Midwest. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's take a look at that scoreboard, Greg. Here, as it's the Blaze Alexander uh, Ford Out of Town scoreboard, as uh, we're just coming out of the halftime. A lot of games in the area. It's the game that we talked about, which is the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough game of the week, it's actually Danville all over Shikalimi. 34 to 7. They're just wiping them up. It's Southern Columbia 42, Bloomsburg 6. It's Williamsport 61, Central Mountain 20. That's our opponent we'll see next weekend, Central Mountain. It's Central Columbia 7, Mount Carmel 2. Milton has a 21 7 lead over Shimokin. Northfield Cole 29, Loyal Sock 14. Muncie has a 14 0 over Warrior Run. Mifflinburg 15, Hughesville seven the game you talked about greg at the half it's midwest 27 marion catholic seven and again that's your blaze alexander forward out of town scoreboard here in the third second down and eight seals in the shotgun formation double tight end motion nylon to the to the left chalk right running around right following the block of uh shown that time but he got nowhere maybe picked up a yard nope they're gonna call him right down the line of scrimmage it's like a lewisburg player ramirez Little hobbled. He got tell you what, he got blocked by Nate Shonen. There's only a difference of about a hundred pounds there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's doing okay. He motioned to the coaches, he's okay. It's third down. This time we have uh Swineford to the right, Nylon to the left. We have two backs in the backfield. Wouldn't surprise me to see a screen pass here. Shock waiting on the snap. Gets it straight back to pass. Looking now to his right. Throws it over the middle. Good catch by Swine for Ramirez. Brings him down about the 41-yard line with help there from Max Moyers. That's what, uh, you know, the people from Seals Grove have talked about, this young guy, his strong arm. And I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, he showed it there on that out pattern yep. there. Nice gain right there. And, w- and one of the things there is... Swineford has seven inches on Ramirez. Yeah. Swineford 6'2". Yep. Ramirez well, actually is nine inches. 
Uh, he's 6'2", and uh, Ramirez is 5'5". This time, Swivers to the wide side of the field. Nyland to the short side of the field. Con behind the quarterback. Two tight ends. Chalk turns. Takes the ball, looking deep down the field. He's a covered pressure there and tackled in the backfield. Good job by, I think that's Ethan Spalding. Ethan Spalding getting a sack. Ethan Spalding coming from his blind side and gets a sack. Brings him down at the 48-yard line. A loss of 11 on the play. Good coverage by the secondary of the Green Dragons. Yeah, because Shock looked downfield to his primary you know, receiver and then tucked in. And then by that time, Spalding got in with pressure, gets the sack. Big play there. Sets up a second and 21 for the Seals. 4.40 to go here in the third with the Green Dragons leading 19-14. This time Swineford again is to the right side of the field. Ramirez is on him one-on-one. Two receivers to the left. No tight end this time. That was a foul, false start by the center. Yep. Back him up another five. And it goes back five yards. We'll now put the ball on the 43-yard line. Second and 26 for the Second Seals. Second and 26. And this is not where they want to be. This is... This is exactly right, uh, Justin. Um, freshman quarterback. Again, I'd, I'd run a quick hitter here to oh, one of my those, backs. you got two great backs in the backfield, yep. and, and they're just not utilizing them here. Well, and Lewisburg has done a nice job of bottling, showing up since that initial, initial, initial burst there. there. Yep. Yep. Shotgun formation. Waiting on the snap. Good snap. Gives the ball to Khan up the middle, and he's bottled up in the backfield. He goes nowhere. He probably loses three yards. Back to, they're going to put it to 39. He loses four yards, Justin. That's going to bring up third and 30. Greg, we talked about it at halftime there, the size. Is, are we starting to see the size play play a factor here for the Green Dragons uh, up, up front there? Because I'll tell you what, we're, we're getting good penetration here. What, what I like about that is Khan is off the field right now. To me, he's he's the best, best ball player. player. Yep, he's the best and player. And he's off the field. Looks like he's having some cramps over there. Shotgun formation shown to the left of the quarterback. Waiting on the snap. Good snap. Back to pass. Good pressure up the middle by the Green Dragons. Throws it out there to Schoen. Makes one guy miss. Stiffs on at the 40, running down the sideline, and he's pushed out about the 50-yard line, I believe. Going to say the 48 of Seals Grove. So he picked up uh, about 10 yards in the play, nine, 9 yards in the play. With that play, Greg, we've got to be aware of that. That's that's actually a backwards pass. That was. That's a I, run. I, that would have been a run. Yeah, it was a run. Yeah. I think uh, Schoen was contemplating on throwing downfield. Uh, really with that, and uh, Seals Grove has been known to run that in the past. Seals Grove should let me throw that little trickery like that between yep. both of them, and uh, that's something I, I could see right there that possibly was setting something up here. Farinaud waiting at his 18-yard line, a low kick. It's going to bounce. Farinaud picks it up at the 20. He's out to the 25, cuts to his right. He's now at the 30. The 35, he's waiting on one block, and he doesn't get a man. He needed one block to go the whole way. He tried to set that block up, and he just couldn't do it. He's out to the 47-yard line. So, realistic, that was an exchange of five yards in the play. Sternado gained 27 yards in that punt return. Yeah, he's electric, I'll tell you what, he, when he gets the ball in his hands. And I, I'm just really surprised that uh, Seals Grove's even kicking to him. Yeah, I, I, I am too. You know, I don't know. I don't keep official stats or anything like that, but he's got to be over 200 yards in all-purpose all yards yep. tonight. Yep, yep. Green Dragons break the huddle. Ball's in the 47-yard line. They have three receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. 
Moyers to the left of the quarterback with shotgun formation. Chileski high snap over his head. Chileski just falls on the ball back at his 35-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 35, so that's a loss of 12 yards in the play, and that's a shame because they went from having great field position to now second and 22. 2.43 to go in the third quarter. Second down, 22. Now, they, they don't have to panic. They, yep. have, they have the ability to, to get this in two plays. Yep. They have the playmakers to do that. This time they have slot right and slot left. Shotgun formation, Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Coming on a blitz. They're not, they throws it deep downfield to number two, Remain Brown, who on it is. There's hands, a flag, thank and you. And they threw a flag. But the flag is against Lewisburg for Lyman downfield. Field, ineligible. Yep, oh, yep. They have two receivers downfield. So that's against the Green Dragons. It'll push the ball back even further. I think that's supposed to be a middle screen. And uh, they had it pretty well covered. And what so you I did, think that's a five-yard penalty and lost it down. Well, you did see they're actually declining. They're going to decline, so it's just going to be third down. down. Okay, third and 22 for the Green Dragons. And you saw that time, Greg, they actually shadowed over, rolled over safety over to double coverage to Dylan. Yep. That time. It's the first time we saw that tonight out of the Seals defense. Which really wouldn't have hurt us if it was the middle screen, but they yeah. had that um, number 12, the, the middle linebacker, uh, Schaefer. Yep. For the Seals, stayed home and took care of that middle screen. Okay, this time they have a tight formation. Wing to the left, tight end left, motion by Farinato. Give the ball to Farinato on the left side, and he runs forward for about three yards to the 38-yard line. A little jet sweep there. Yeah, little jet sweep, yep. Three-yard gain, so now it brings up fourth down and about 19. Good pursuit there by the yep. Seals. They actually closed that up real quick. So what looked like promising field position for the Green Dragons has turned into a punting situation. Farinata will be punting. Um, remember the pressure that came from his right, from his his left, left side. Yep, it was our Con offensive right side last time. But we, I don't yeah. see Con in on. Uh, Con is not in right now. No. Farinata standing at his own twenty-five. High snap. He gets the ball. He runs it out to his right, left. He's got a punt. He does a high kick. Not going anywhere. It's coming down at the 30, 20, 15 yard line. Nylon picks it up. And he's knocked down about the 20-yard line. That's not a smart play by that young man. <laughs> no, that could have really been ugly. Yeah, that's something his coaching staff will be watching the tape. Maybe the officials might not and watch the tape. And I, I think he called a fair catch. And, yeah, and, and they, there is flag. a flag down, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yep. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. They're calling it against Lewisburg the way it looks. They're going to say he was... What are they? They're calling shit. They, they can't call illegal hit because... He picked it up. He picked it up and ran forward. So it, it can't be. If he, okay. They're calling face mask against the Dragons. And a sportsmanlike conduct against the bench. This crew is just, it's first game well, of the season. And it's just. The, the thing is, you know. It's three calls. They, three calls. They, and I can understand where Coach Persing is coming from. He, he is. And, uh. That that's that's also the officials' fault. Yes, you know you. Um, so there are a lot of things that happen. They're just giving a sideline. Oh, okay, they're giving a sideline warning. So, so it's first down on the twenty-five. It's it's. Um, 
it's it's high school it's high school sports yeah you know you watch little league baseball for the last two weeks <laughs> and you see those volunteers and you see yep. pitches that are a foot outside or <laughs> bouncing across the plate being called for strikes and that's what that's about what this is okay we have a bunch formation to the left here this time shock under center the ball's in the 25 turns gives the ball to con around the left side good play by drevin dobler to take care of that blocking out there and Khan probably picks up four yards on the play. Yep, good run. Make up second six. And what they're essentially doing are trying to outnumber Lewisburg on that side. side yep, and, go and strong blocking. on that side. Yep. And what, what has to happen now is the defensive tackle on that side has to make penetration to take care of that. Okay, this time uh, Seals Grunt comes out. They have shown as the back to the left of the quarterback. They have another guy out here. He's got to get set. He is. They back to pass. He throws a quick slant out here to the right side to Swineford, I believe that was. He's just short of a first down, I, I believe. Just short of a first down. Bring up fourth in inches. I mean, third in inches from the 34-yard line. Have to go to the 35-yard line. The ball's in the 34 and a half. They essentially have to go a, a half a yard for a first down. Third down for the Seals. Ball's in the left hash mark. 11 seconds to go in the third quarter, and the Seals just might let the clock run out here. And that's what they're doing. They come down to the end of the third quarter. So we get to the end of the third quarter with the Green Dragons leading the Seals by a score of 19-14. to 14. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and Jeep is the official vehicle of summer. If you're looking for a new Jeep Compass, we have 28 in stock in all trim levels, with discounts up to $4,000 and starting at just $23,000. We are also taking $4,000 off 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee Altitudes in stock. We still have the best selection of Jeep Renegades in the Valley, with discounts up to $7,500 to qualified individuals. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. This is WVLY Milton Lewisburg. Okay, we're back here at Bucknell University. Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Seals Grove Steels getting ready to start the fourth quarter. Seals have third down and a half yard to go for first down. Shock under center. All right, formation turns. Give the ball to fullback, and he falls forward for the first down. He gains. He needed 12 inches. He got about 18. Yep. So first, first down for the Seals right now on their own 35-yard line. Oh, here he comes down the fourth quarter. It comes down in the fourth quarter. Right now, we just... We need to stop. We need to stop. Yep, that's... That's what the Green Dragons need right now. Seals Grove's a little confused right now on this play call. They have guys running all over the field. Swineford's over here. Now split out to the left. Give the ball. Nope. They're throwing us a little circle out. Oh, nice good play. defense there. Is that uh, Coleman, Coleman Witherite? Great defensive play by Coleman Witherite. 
just tapping the ball away from the receiver. We're using his right hand. It's good to see Coleman back. Yeah. Last year suffered that, that injury with his collarbone last year and just missed the rest of the season. Was fortunate enough to get back for his basketball season, but just a great athlete. And seeing him back on the field there just makes the Green Dragons so much better. Now it's second down and 10. Shotgun formation. Shown as a wing right. Con to the left of the quarterback. Shock waiting for the snap. Gives the ball to Khan up the middle, a little counteraction, and he gets about three yards to the 38, which will bring up third down and seven. Khan's limping off the field. Yeah, you said earlier, Greg, he was yep. cramping up, and he's, you know, we didn't see him on that punt, you know, punt coverage there, and he's coming off, and he's cramping up. Yeah, he is. And that takes their, you know, one of their best weapons off the field, if not their best weapon. Yep. Defensively, also, he plays linebacker yeah. on defense and does a nice job for him. Senior leader for him coming back. Swineford and Nyland coming here to the left. Nyland's in the slot. I watch Swineford here. Wide receiver to the right. Shotgun formation was shown to the right of the quarterback. Good snap. Looking to his left. Good uh, penetration up the middle. Oh, good defense by. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Ronnie Lentz. Oh, my this is the side official. This guy's got to go. <laughs> this is the... Oh, my goodness. Really good defensive play there by Ronnie Lentz. Great play there. Great play there by Ronnie. And, yeah. Well, some of the fans from Lewisburg here just called it as it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a darn shame, man. Yeah, That's, uh... this guy's taking the game out of the, the players' hands. That is a shame. Yeah, it would have been fourth down, and let's say that could be the Blaze Alexander. Yeah, yep, let's play put the it game. on the official. Because, that could be. Because that really back. could be. Could play the game, I'll tell you what. Ball's down the 47 down. of Lewisburg, first down. Realistically, the only passes he's completed have been by the officials tonight. Yep. First down for the Seals, shotgun formation. Shown to the left of the quarterback, slot to the right side. Swineford here is all on to the left. Quarterback running around the left side. He's to the 45 and falls forward to the 44, maybe 43-yard line. Clock running. We have another Seals player down, getting up slowly. That's number 54, and that's an offensive lineman, Micah Showers, Micaiah Showers. Yeah, he's getting back now to the, the huddle, trying to stretch out a little bit, a little yep. cramp in that calf, a less calf. Gain of three in the play, second down and seven. Shotgun formation again, shown to the right of the quarterback. Swineford over here to the left. Two receivers to the right along with the tight end. Straight back to pass. Looking to his left, Swineford's wide open, catches the ball at the 36 and pushed back to the 37. That'll be first down for the Seals down to the Dragon 37. Yeah, just a little pitch and catch there. They're, they're covering the Swine for the same way Seals Grove's covering Farinato. Give him the, yep. the room. And right? I, I just don't think he's going to beat us with it, with the speed. I mean, we got too good of athletes. To, I think there's a difference between him and Farinato as yep. a receiver. I think we got to play a little tighter on him because we're giving that that seven, eight yards to him. They're going to measure here. It looks like they're bringing it. They, they might be short with where they spotted the ball. Again, that should, that should be a first down for Seals Grove because yep. he caught the ball at the 36 and was pushed back to the 37. Yeah, he knew where the sticks were. Yeah. He went out past the sticks and came back. Yep, so they yes. marked the ball back at the 37. So it should be a first down, but it's uh, I think it's going to be short with where they have it marked. Nope, they got it. Yep, first down. 
First down by the nose of a football. And the ball's on the 37-yard line now for the green for the Seals. First down with 9.54 to go in the fourth quarter. Seals break the huddle. This time Swineford is on Ramirez out there to the right side, the wide side of the field. They have Nylon going out in the slot to the right side of the field, and Farinato's going to cover him. Shot confirmation. Give the ball out there to Nylon. Gets around Farinato, but then Farinato comes back and makes a tackle about the 33-yard line. Pick up a four in the play. So it's now second down and six. The ball's in the 33-yard line, and Seals Grove's in four-down territory right now. Yeah, they're just, you know, again, we just talked about it briefly, but I, I think we got to play a little bit tighter coverage, Greg, closer, yep. to, closer to the line because they're not really throwing downfield at all. It's the no, dink and the dunk. That's right. High percentage. Two receivers to the left, tight ends left, and Swineford to the right. Watch the Shotgun draw there. formation. Watch the draw. Nope. Back to pass. Looking downfield, throws deep down the field. He is wide open, and he catches the ball at about the 11-yard line. First down, as that time Swineford ran a hitch and go, got behind Ramirez. The ball's on the 11-yard line. They set me up on that. Yep. <laughs> you know, we haven't seen a deep throw besides the one-pass interference call all night long, and they, and they called the hitch and go, and it was a good call. And a good pass by the freshman quarterback. Yep, laid it out there where only his receiver could get it, and he had a step or two. Now I'm sorry, the ball's on the six-yard line. I thought it was on the 11. It's on the six-yard line. Clock's running with under nine minutes now to go in the ball game. Shotgun formation, and this is where Shown should get the ball. Hand off to Schoen around the left side. He comes back. He's hit in the backfield. Falls forward to about the four, maybe the three-yard line. He had a chance to be tackled at the 11-yard line that time and, and uh, broke a tackle in the backfield. Got down to the four, so now it's down. Second down and goal to go on the four-yard line. Yep, now you just got to – somebody's got to make a play here. Somebody's got to make a play here. Yep. 8.20 to go in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons lead 19-14, but the Seals are driving from the four. Second and four from the four. This time they're spreading them out. Two receivers wide to the right, tight end right. Shotgun formation shown to the right of the quarterback. He's looking to pass, throws over here to Swineford, who just uses his body to get wide open on, on Witherite. Yep, nice just, play there. Just, just did a little in move and then broke out, used his body to protect them from the ball, and the Seals take a lead. Now 20 to 19, uh, yeah, 20 to 19 with 7.59 to go in the fourth quarter. Yep, nice pass there by the freshman quarterback, and nice, nice catch there by Swineford. Swineford seems to be their go-to guy. Yeah, he's staring him down as his primary receiver the whole time. And if, if I'm Seals Grove, I go for two here, Justin, because yep. an extra point does him no good. And it looks like that's what they're going to do now. With 7.59 to go in the game. They're going shotgun formation. Swine, uh, shown is to the left of the quarterback. They have trips right in a bunch set. And they're looking left. Throwing the ball way out in the corner. is wide open for a two-point conversion. Uh, I can't tell you who that is. I can't read his number. I think it's number 21 for the Seals. Wyatt Metzger, the tight end. 
two-point conversion there. Makes the score 22-19 with 7.59 to go in the game. A lot of time left here, a lot of time here. Just got to keep our composure here. One drive, one drive, that's all we got to do. Yep, one one drive uh, you know, would, would put them ahead by three points, depending on the uh, extra point. And Seals Grove has shown the ability to drive down the field. Yep. Uh, but they're doing it in little chunks. They're yep. not doing it in big chunks. Yep. So we'll see what happens here. And Lewisburg has had an excellent field position after kickoffs and punts tonight because of the return ability of both uh, Moyers and Farinato. So again, a squib kick coming to Moyers. Uh-oh, it bounces and it rolls all the way to the five-yard line. He picks it up at the five. He's out to the 10, the 15, the 20, and he fights his way to the 26-yard line. Good return so, there. Somebody's down for Lewisburg on the play. I can't tell you who that is. I don't see a number. I think it's Dobler, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's uh, just kind of check here. I think it's a spot. Oh, I see Dobler now. I can't can't see who. It I thought it was somebody coming back there to put a block on someone. Spalding. Is it Spalding? Yeah, I thought that's. He might have gotten his bell rung, you know, with because yeah. uh, it was right at the tackle. Where he's down. He's up now. That's a great sign. That's a great sign to him. see him come off. Yep. Yeah, he, good athlete. Yep. Suffered a, a bad injury last year himself. Yep. That Danville looks like game. he's a little woozy coming off the field there right now. Yep. Okay. Lewisburg gets the ball on their own 26-yard line. 7.51 to go in the game. Trailing by a score of 22-19. to 19. See what the Green Dragons can do here. They break the huddle. Moyers will be to the left of the quarterback. It's shotgun formation. There's a wing right. Tight end, Dakota Snyder, on the right-hand side. Moyers now shifts to the right side of Shedleski. In motion, Ramirez give a quick pass to Farinato. He's a one-on-one with the guy, with Swineford, and he gets about two yards of the play. Swineford brings him down on one-on-one situation. Good tackle by Swineford there. Yeah, it was a real nice tackle there by Swineford. Two good athletes going at it with each other. Sets up a second and eight here. Plenty of time, no yep. rush. 7.30 to go here in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons trail by three. All three timeouts left to go for the Green Dragons. This time again, it's the uh, shotgun formation. Warriors to the left of the quarterback. Slot formation to the left. Brown out here by himself. Right, and there's offsides by Nate Schoen. Jumped the gun there, and that makes it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Be now second down and three for the Green Dragons as the ball gets pushed out to the 33-yard line. Second three from the 33. Balls in the left hash mark. Clock's running with 7.15 to go in the fourth quarter. Dragons break the huddle. Brown split out wide to the right. Ramirez in the slot left. Tight end Dakota Snyder to the right. We haven't seen that tight end down the middle of the field all night. They're bringing pressure. All right, up the middle, they give a quick to Ramirez. He turns up field and gets a first down. He's out to about the 42-yard line. Good pick up there of eight on... uh, Nine on the play from the 33 to the 42. Keeps the chains going, and the clock's moving at 6.53. 
First down for the Dragons on their own 42-yard line. Nice catch there by Andrew Ramirez. Yep, real nice catch. Good throw by Nick. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He falls forward to the 44, gain of one on the play. Second down, I'm sorry, gain of two on the play. Second down and eight from the 44-yard line. Good play, just keep them honest there. Yeah, I was just going to say, Greg, keeping them, keeping them honest, keep balancing it out there. And he breaks that tackle. He has a big gain there. Yep. This time, Farinato and Brown come to the right. Ramirez is on by himself on the left-hand side. Tight ends to the left. We got Farinato one-on-one here with safety. Over Looking to his left, he throws to Farinato. Quick slant, he gets outside. He's at the 40. 35, cuts inside 30. 25, 20, 15, 10. He's down to the five-yard line. Great play by Dylan Farinato, catching a real quick hitch. Pitch pass there and just turned into a huge play. Good block by Brown on the play. Ball's being marked at the five-yard line. Yeah, you recognize that right away from up top here. You you saw it was just safety coverage for Farinato right. in the slot there on the right side, Greg. We called it. And, uh, you know, just quick, just let Farinato do, do the rest. Great block downfield there. 51-yard gain there by Dylan Farinato. Shotgun formation. Chaleski just follows up the middle, and he falls forward to the one-yard line. Great job by Nick Chaleski following Max Moyers into the line. Picks up four. clock isn't moving. The clock isn't moving. The clock didn't start yet. The clock should be running. They, they have missed it. They, the clock operator has really messed up because there should be another 30 seconds, probably 35 seconds off the clock there, which could come in the hurt later. Here's up the middle. Shedleski bowls his way into the end zone for a touchdown. So the Green Dragons take a 25-22 lead with 5.54 to go in the game. Looks like they're going for one, which they should, Justin. Yep, definitely just get that, tack that point on there, take a four-point lead here. 5.54 to go. It's back and forth here. You couldn't ask for a better ball game here. Week one between the Green Dragons and the Seals. Nick Shaleski goes from one yard out for the touchdown run. The Dragons are a player short for the extra point. We've got three timeouts. Let's be smart okay. here. Three timeouts. Plenty of time uh, here. We're, play yep. clock's only down to 19. Yep, so. they have plenty of time. Yep. Well, they needed they needed the snapper Somebody's, for the extra point. The number one's hurt. That's right. Good snap. Kicks up. The kick is good, so the Green Dragons take a 26-22 lead with 5.54 to go in the game. That's the, that's the way to respond. A lot of ball game left here yet. A lot of ball game left here. Got to be smart with our kickoff here. Don't be kicking yep. it out of bounds, giving them yep. the ball. You know, we could feel position. We saw we saw Benny Liscomb with a great boot earlier, kicking an alley end zone. Let's get right back to that spot, the ball at the 20, and let's, let's D up. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, uh, Justin. I, I think you kick the ball deep and take your chances on a return right now because Khan hasn't been playing the last series. Uh, I don't know if he's over there right now or not. He's actually coming out. Unless That's seven. That's Nyland, I well, think. I was going to say, Khan came off the field. He's off the field walking with the coaches there. Well, that's good to see him up and walking, though, because yeah. uh, he's a good ball player. He yep. is a important part of Seals Grove will be an important part of Seals Grove's success this year. But what I don't understand is he, he's kicked into the end zone tonight once. And they are standing on the 20-yard line. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Ben, you you have to kick this as as hard as you can. This comes getting ready to approach the ball. 
He approaches the ball. Ben kicks a deep kick down the field, going over his head and oh. not into. Oh, it goes out of bounds at the two-yard line. Be oh me. man, that ball it just up. hit. It just hit at the two and, yeah. just, it and just just died. Just died there and went out of bounds. Oh my! Which gives him the ball on the 35-yard line, which that short field is huge, huge for the Seals. The other thing you have to look at, Justin, is. They're almost in four-down territory wherever they are right now yeah, because they, they turned the ball over to Lewisburg. Yep. Um, I would go right now, Greg. I'd put Farinano on Swineford. I, I would. Well, that, that's probably not a bad thing to do. Khan is in the game. He's coming out here in the slot in the left. Yep. Swineford's also out here in the left. They have slot right, slot left. They have uh, shotgun formation for the quarterback and shown to the right of the quarterback. Ball's in the 35-yard line. Good snap. Give the ball to Schoen up the middle. Breaks one tackle, slides that. Oh, Lewisburg! Oh, yeah. On the 40-yard yeah. line. Lewisburg's ball on the 40-yard line with 5.47 to go in the fourth quarter. I don't know who made the hit there. Dakota Snyder. Dakota Snyder makes the hit. And who recovered the fumble? I didn't see. There are three dragons around it. And I had no idea which one jumped on it. Schoen got the handoff. Tried to shake and bake a little yep. bit, and he took a hit and lost the ball. Yep. And what a turnover. That's got to be the smoking damn backbreaker, health center backbreaker play of the game that so far, Greg. Here could the fourth very well be. 5.47 to go here. The Green Dragons get the turnover. 5.47 with a lead. 26-22. They get great field position from the Seals, 40. If I'm in Lewisburg, I'm also in four-down territory yes, right sir. now. Yes, sir. Take the time like we did this first quarter getting out there. Slot right and slot left. This time, Seals go, go to a different look. Shalesky gets the ball, sidesteps one, falls forward for about a two-yard gain down to the 38-yard line. Seals go went to a 4-4 defense that time. But it, that's okay. We got two yards out, and we have the clock running. Now, Seals Grove only has two timeouts left because, remember, they had to take Use a timeout earlier in the third quarter. Dakota Snyder comes in now at tight end for the Green Dragons. Andrew Ramirez leaves. Dragons break the huddle. Moyer to the right of the quarterback. Shotgun formation. There's a slot left. Wide receiver to the right. Farinato in motion. Give the ball to Moyer. He's off the left side. He's at the 35. Fights his way forward to about the 34, 33-yard line. It's going to bring up third down and we'll call it a long three. Yeah. Ball's in the 33-yard line. We're under five minutes now to go in the ball game. Farinato came in motion there, affected, faked the jet sweep to him. Handoff, a little delay there to Moyers off the left edge here. Picks up four, sets up a manageable third and four. And like you said, Greg, we're in four-down territory here. Three receivers to the right. One receiver to the left. Farinato's being played Shot off again. Shot confirmation. Shedleski up the middle, puts his head down and... Falls forward to about the 31. He's going to be about a yard short of a first down. Just get to that line of scrimmage. Quick tap. Yep. He's big. Nick's a big boy. Yep. 419 to go in the ball game. Clock running. Fourth down and one. The ball's in the 31-yard line right here. Could be the play of the game, Justin. Yes, sir. First down will really run the clock down or force Seals Grove to use their timeouts. Green Dragons break the huddle. This is where that line's got to dig in right here. Right here, Greg. Fourth down and one. Season workouts are. It's a first down by Shedleski. He fights his way forward to about the 29. 
So, first down, Green Dragons, the ball on the 29-yard line. Good job by Nick Shedleski, just putting his head down and getting the one, actually two yards for the first down. Yep, great, great call there. You got a quarterback that's 6'3", 215 pounds. Just let him. Yep, clock's running. Under four minutes to go in the game. Green Dragons break the huddle. This time they're in the shotgun formation. Moyers to the right of the quarterback. Two receivers to the left in motion. Farinato. Give the ball to Farinato around the right side. Breaks a tackle and falls forward to the 29. Hit the backfield. Could have had a loss of about five yards there. Yep, was able to get back to the line of yep. scrimmage. No gain, but most importantly, that clock continues to roll. That's right. Down to 323 here. 29-yard line. 320, the play clock just starts. So, again, no hurry here. Run yep. the clock down. Should be under three minutes when the Dragons snap the ball. They break the huddle. Tight end, Dakota Snyder to the right. Playing off Farinata still in the slot yep. there. Greg, 15 yards There's off. There's motion by a wide receiver to Lewisburg, so it'll be a five-yard penalty against Lewisburg. Three minutes to go exactly in the ball game, and will now be second and 14. That's not what we needed there. A little jump off that left side there. But, again, we've got, I know the situation here, but they're 15 yards off Farinato. He's yeah. in the slot. All Nick's yeah. got to do is just quick release, Greg. They, they are daring Lewisburg to throw the ball is what they're doing because they're counting on incompletion. Yeah, stopping, stopping the, the clock. clock. But I'll tell you yeah. what, those guys, this is you know working together. Nick, three-year starter, Dylan being a four-year starter. This is I'm, I'm sure the coaches upstairs see that, and that's yeah. something they're going to have to look at. Now we put Dylan down the Now end. we have Dylan. Now what you do here real quick is if you want to do that, you fake and go. Yep. Back to pass. Looking to his left. Looking Farinato cutting across the middle. Wide open. Catches the ball at 20. Jukes one guy. He's at the 10. Inside the 10 to the three-yard line. First down. Green Dragons. 233 to go in the game. Great move by Farinato to get the first down there and push himself down to the three-yard line. Game 31 there. Again, Shedleski to Farinato. It's, I'll tell you what. A, a great throw there by Nick. Nick Moving yes. to his left and throwing had, back to his yes, right. Really he had nice some pressure. throw. Now just... Quarterback sneak by Shedleski. Fights his way into the end zone for a touchdown. The Green Dragons take a 32-22 lead with 2.26 to go in the game. Flag on the play. That's probably a celebration, which is all they saw was hands go up in the air. Yeah. Something must have been said somewhere. Don't know what it was, but uh, we'll see what it is. Referee's coming over to make the call. Touchdown's good. Unsportsmanlike conduct against Lewisburg, and that's and and that's what it. I, I don't know. Maybe something was said because all I saw were hands, hands going in the, in the air. air. Yep. Okay, it's 32-22 with 2.26 to go in the game. What that essentially does, though, Justin, is it keeps Seals Grove from running the ball when they when they get the ball back. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it puts them in a situation here, put this, get this extra point up by 11, and forces them. You know, it's a two-score with uh, got to get a two-point conversion. Yep. The only thing Lewisburg has to do really – is tackle somebody on the kickoff. Yep. Um, that's going to be the key here for, for the game. It's been back and forth all night, I'll tell it you really what. Has, Nick Shedleski is uh, the snapper here for this extra point. Good snap, the kick's down, and it's 
I know exactly how they feel. I do chip shots like that on the golf course. <laughs> no okay. good on the extra points. So the Green <laughs> no Dragons good. keep that lead. 32-22 with 2.26 to go here in the fourth quarter. So still a two-score lead. Two-score lead with 2.26 to go. And like I said, Justin, I, sometimes I have chip shots that don't go that far. <laughs> okay, a great job there by the Green Dragons offense. Again, Justin, we talked about it at halftime a little about the veteran of, of Lewisburg against yeah. the youngsters of Seal Grove playing yeah. a tight ball game like yep. this. Yep. You know, the turnover comes at turnover a key time for Seal Grove there. Uh, definitely. And then Lewisburg using their senior leadership and third-year quarterback Nick Shedleski and Dylan Farinato to get in position for that touchdown to give us a two-score lead. Those two are definitely on the same page tonight. Nick has been money with his throws tonight. Good job by the line, getting him with enough enough time. And when he has had pressure, he's moving around back there and, you know, setting his feet and throwing the ball. And Farinano just using his athletic ability. He has just made some plays after the yard, the yards after the catch. I mean, just making great football moves afterwards. And, uh, you know, he was a first-team All-Stater last year. And uh, you, you can see why. You know, we have a, a lot of good athletes here in the field tonight but yep dylan has shown that he might be the best athlete on the field yeah. tonight yep i know uh talking with the uh, seals grove announcers before the game that was he was their main concern um the run the running game didn't concern them as nearly as much as what they would happen if dylan farinato because blows, of their young second what blows my mind is greg they have not double teamed look at that kick. what a kick Back to the 15-yard line. Nyland takes it. Stages running to his right. He's got the 25. Back. He cuts Thank upside. You. They got the flag. Oh, we got three or four oh, flags. Oh, my, Greg. <laughs> the game's in hand, but yeah. now everybody sees a block in the yeah. back. <laughs> Josh Nyland had a good return out to about the 32-yard line. That kick was from the 25 to the 15. That was a 60-yard kickoff. That was a great by Ben Liskum. That was caught at, at his head level. I mean... That would have went well into the end zone. Yeah, now it's, they're going to be in worse field position yep. now as uh, they call they threw they called holding. But uh, poor, poor Max Moyers, he had a horse on his back push. Yeah. <laughs> so the ball's back at the 22-yard line. The Seals Grove will take over, and what Lewisburg has to do now is keep the ball in front of him, tackle. Yep. Sure, wrap up tackles yep. here. Okay, we have a slot to the double slot. Slots right and left. Shown in the backfield with the quarterback. Back to pass, looking to his left, looking down the middle, taking off running down There's the holding, thank you. They got, they got a good tackle there. Nice tackle by Draven Dobler. Yep, good tackle there, and it's gonna there's gonna be a holding penalty here. They'll too. decline that penalty, I yep. think, to keep the clock, clock moving. moving. Yep. Down the two oh three, the clock is stopped for the penalty. Draven Dobler has played a whale of a game defensively for the Green Dragons. See what they're doing here with the penalty. I I, I just I, I don't I wouldn't take the penalty. Like I said, they already got the loss of about five yards in the play. Yep. I would keep the play and keep yep. the clock going. Decline the penalty. Yep. Two minutes and three seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons lead the Seals 32-22. Clock was starting now with two minutes now to go. Uh, staying in their normal defense, the Green Dragons, kind of surprising me. They're not playing uh, for cover, cover two in the backfield there. Looking to his left, he throws the ball out here to his left, catches the ball, hit by Farinato, misses, looks like he dropped the pass, incomplete pass on a 
Great hit by Farinato there. Yep, did not give him, a, give him an opportunity. Farinato, soon, soon the receiver caught that ball there. There's an island. I would, I would say, Justin, I don't know, I might be wrong here, but I would say once that ball was thrown, Farinato covered 15 yards he flew coming from ball. his freak safety position to break that up. Third down and 14. The ball's resting on the 18-yard line. Seals Grove sends three receivers to the right. One receiver to the left. Witherite is on an island over here by himself. Kind of surprises me. I would say that's where they're going to go. Waiting on the snap. Quarterback's looking downfield. Well, maybe a screen. No, he's rolling out just right. There comes Dober again and throwing the ball down the field. Ramirez, great defensive play by Andrew Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. He's right in front of that receiver. It does a yeah. great job in coverage The receiver there. played more of a defensive yeah. back. They switched roles there, and uh, the, def- yeah. the receiver played as a defensive back. They used to knock the ball away. Or Ramirez if Andrew, had a pick Andrew Ramirez is five, five. inches taller, say, that's an interception. That's, that's his. He's that's played a great night there he, on the corner. He's had a great job. Seals Grove is in the punt right now, and if I'm Lewisburg, I don't even begin to think of rushing this nope. punt. And Farinato, I would let it bounce. Okay, standing on his own five-yard line to receive this punt. Good snap. High kick, not very deep. Fire. Farinato comes up for the fair catch and then gets it about the Seals Grove 42-yard line. So there's 127 to go in the game. Lewisburg has a 32-22 lead. And the ball on the Seals Grove 42-yard line. So, Justin, now you got to think of the backbreaker player of the game. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you know, know, I really like that forced fumble that we have there on show. And I, I, that was a huge, you know, huge, huge play. swing in the game. Huge swing in the game there because, you know, the, the Green Dragons came down and scored, and, you know, the Seals were coming back, and they'll force yeah. that show. You know, had made a step, made a guy miss, and then he sh- tried to shake yep. and bake again, and then by that time it hit, forced the fumble on him and turn over, and the Green Dragons take over and go down and, Extend their lead. And put the game away. Yep. Okay, this shotgun formation. Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He just puts his head down and fights forward for about two yards to the 40-yard line. Again, the clock's running under 125 to go. Second down and eight from the 40-yard line. Yep, just take our time here. Get the play in. Get the play in. For Seals Grove, you know, uh, I don't think they're going to use their timeouts. Nah. I think this is. They recognize the situation. Yep. It's a young ball club. They played a heck of a game here tonight. And uh, as I said, you know, pregame with this 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 program, they continue to get better year, year yep. in and year out as the season goes on. And yep. uh, Swineford is a top-notch wide receiver. Yes, he is. Good athlete. And uh, the quarterback has shown he's more than just a freshman. He, yep. he does a really nice job. Farinard around the right side, cuts it up, crosses the 30-yard line for a first down. Ten-yard rush there for Dylan Farinato. 43 seconds to go. Lewisburg essentially has to run one more play, that's and, the game, we, and the game should be over. Yep, and that's what we talked about. You know, you got a veteran team here, a lot of seniors on this team here for Lewisburg, a very young team for Seals Grove, and you saw that that experience level really shine tonight here for the Green Dragons. You know, hats off to them and their staff. Put a lot of time in the offseason. Uh, had the opportunity to watch them four times a week in the weight room, putting the time in, and uh, you know, all that work. 
pays off on a night like tonight. And, uh, you know, here they're going to start out the season 1-0 as Nick Shalesky yep. takes a knee. Takes a knee in the victory formation, and that will be the last play of the game as the clock winds down. So the Lewisburg Green Dragons start out the 2018 football season with a 32-22 victory over the Seals Grove Seals. We'll be back for a few comments after this with the Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com It's worth the drive to Route 45. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center designed with you in mind. Your garage door made it through the test of time, but now is out of time. See the garage door experts at Glick Associates Shemokin Dam. If a new garage door is the way you need to go, Glick sells and installs high-quality insulated garage doors and LiftMaster electric operators that will keep your garage calm, cozy, and inviting all through whatever old man winter throws at it. Then, when spring rolls around, you'll know your garage door will be ready to block out the heat, humidity, and summer's worst weather. Hurry into Glick's and Shemokin Dam now. Remember, nobody does it better than Glick's. At this time of year, you could sit at home watching TV, or you could grab the whole family and head over to Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm. Kick off fall the right way with their hay rides, pumpkin chunkin', and the corn cannon, September 14th through November 4th. And help build a scarecrow from September 14th through the 23rd. Bring a flashlight and then visit the Christmas shop. Open from noon till 9 on Fridays, 10 till 9 on Saturdays, and noon till 8 on Sundays. See all their events at colestonyhill.com. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, 3319 Mexico Road, Milton. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Back here at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium where the season opener has just finished with the Lewisburg Green Dragons beating the Seals Grove Seals by a score of 32-22. Uh, Justin will go over the scoring, but let's go over to the 
Smoking Dam Health Center play of the game, Justin. Yeah, the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We saw some really good plays tonight on both sides of, of the ball, you know, some electrifying plays. Seals Grove had some nice long runs for touchdowns, a 40-yard touchdown run from uh, Joe Kahn, a nice 59-yard touchdown run from uh, Nate Schoen. And then, uh, you know, Lewisburg had a 72-yard touchdown pass from Nick Chileski to Dylan Farinato. But definitely, it goes on the defensive side of the ball tonight for the Schmokin Dam. Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It was a forced fumble. Uh, The Green Dragons had just taken the lead, and the Seals were coming down driving. And it was a back-and-forth game all night long, blow for blow. And I'll tell you what, we forced the fumble on Nate Schoen after he made a nice juke move, tried to get into the second level and got hit and dropped the ball. Fortunately for the Green Dragons, they were able to recover, go down, extend their lead, and that's you know that was our ball game. So again, that tackle by the defense there is our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker player today. The Schmokin Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So what what a game we had, Greg, tonight. Uh, it lived up to the billing. Uh, you know, for a first game, oh, well played first game, well, um, well played. You know, both sides. You know, Seals Grove. Yeah. I know they're not happy losing here tonight. A young ball club, but they know what they have, and they're yeah. going to have a good season from here on out. A freshman quarterback. They got some ball players. You know, we saw yeah, they the, the opportunities there that they can make plays. They've got a nice receiver in Swineford. They got two good running backs there, and they got a freshman quarterback that's going to only continue to get better. That's right. With the Green yeah. Dragons here tonight, you know, you saw that veteran leadership here really step up. You know, you and I were talking briefly here uh, off air, just going over some stats. But let's take a look just briefly at the Lewisburg Green Dragons offensive stats tonight. Nick Shedleski unofficially was 10 of 17 for 225 yards and two touchdowns. We saw uh, Nick Shedleski continue to mature as as the years go on here. He, you know, in, in times as a freshman, he was himself, you know, a freshman starter. He would try to make that throw downfield and wasn't there. Tonight, he recognized the situations, tucked the ball or, you know, just, you know, throw it away. Let's, let's go did, to the next yeah. play. Yep. He has just really matured. You know, a great athlete. We saw him have a great baseball season on the diamond as a pitcher, take the, the Green Dragons to the district finals and win mm-hmm. a district championship. Just a great athlete. Continues to get better. On the ground, we saw Max Moyers, the sophomore, with 12 carries for 28 yards and one touchdown. We saw Dylan Farinato touch the ball and do everything tonight. Right. You know, all-purpose yards. I'd love to see what the final statistics come out with all-purpose yards. It's got to be yards. over 300 yards. Uh, I was going to say, Greg, yep. I bet you he's close to 400 yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He had four carries tonight for 20 yards on the ground. We had Nick Shaleski with 10 carries for 11 yards with that one-yard TD rush on the receiving end. Farinato tonight. Dylan Farinato was uh, the favorite receiving end of Nick Shaleski tonight. Unofficially, we have him with 10 catches, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. Drew Newcomb, one catch for seven yards. Max Moyers, one catch for 11 yards. And Andrew Ramirez, one catch for nine yards. So let's take a quick look at that scoring summary here tonight. You know, week one of high school football started out where the Green Dragons had a nice opening drive, just weren't able to put any points on the board. Uh, turned the ball over on downs, and Seals Grove comes down with 8-19 in the opening quarter. Nate shown from 59 yards out with a touchdown run, and the PAT attempt was good. The Green Dragons come back, and it's Shedleski to Farinano for that 72-yard touchdown pass that we talked about. They connected on a nice play down down the right sideline. PAT is good, and we're knotted up at 7. And then in the second, we had a Max Moyers three-yard run, touchdown run, and the PAT was blocked. With a score, Green Dragons lead 13-7. And then in the late in the second quarter, Joe Kahn for the Seals Grove Seals goes from 40 yards out for the touchdown run. And with a, a successful PAT attempt, the Seals take the lead 14-13 at the half. We come out in the third quarter. And with 7.07 left in the third quarter, Nick Shedleski throws a 15-yard touchdown pass to Dylan Farinato. The two-point attempt at that time was no good. 
the Seals come right back. And with seven minutes and 59 seconds left in the fourth quarter, they have scored their own touchdown. This time it was uh, Danny Schock, the freshman quarterback, getting his first touchdown of his career, a four-yard touchdown pass to Ben Swineford. They have a two-point attempt, successful. They regain the lead 22-19. to And then late in the fourth, with 5.54 to go, Nick Shaleski from one yard out scores. The PA attempt is good, and the Green Dragons take the lead 26-22. And then after that turnover that we talked about, the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker player of the game forced the turnover and recovery by the Green Dragons. They were successful to go down and score again. This time, Shedleski from three yards out extends the lead, and it's 32-22, and that's our final here tonight at Christy Mathewson where the Green Dragons open up the season with a one-to-nothing lead. Let's take a look at the uh, Blaze Alexander uh, Ford out-of-town scoreboard here tonight as we are wrapping up here in Lewisburg. Let's see some of those scores. Let's take a look at that Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. You know, I'm going to have to talk with our, our friend Kevin Hur. He had said, <laughs> you know, he thought the Danville-Shickalemi game was going to be a good one tonight. It's Danville 41, Shickalemi 7. As you heard it here tonight on 100.9 The Valley, it was the Green Dragons of Lewisburg, 32. The Seals Grove Seals, 22. It was Southern Columbia, 56. Bloomsburg, 6. It's Tamaqua with a 42-0 win over Line Mountain. It's Williamsport, 62, against Central Mountain, 26, late in the fourth quarter. The game I thought would be a barn burner, it is going down to the wire. It's Mount Carmel, 15. Central Columbia, 13. And another game that's showing a good score tonight here is Milton and Schmoken are knotted at 27. Late in the fourth, it's North School Kill 42, Loyal Sock 21, Muncie with a win over Warrior Run 17 to 0. It's South Williamsport with a 12 to 7 lead right now, late in the fourth over Montgomery. Mifflinburg with a 22 to 7 win over Hughesville. It is Berwick with a 42 to 0 win over Abington Heights. Midwest opens up their season with a 43 to 20 win over Marion Catholic. So hats off to the Midwest. Mustangs there for opening their season, coming back after years of not having ball. And it's Montoursville, 51, North Penn's Mansfield, 6, and we're tied. Jersey Shore Belfont at 14 in the fourth. Again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. Don't be afraid to turn over to our sister station tonight. After after tonight's game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region by turning in the Eagle 107 on 107.3 FM for Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game on Eagle 7. Eagle 107 and click 107 on the WKOK app. College football and the pro football will kick off next week. You'll be able to hear all that on our sister stations as well as Bucknell, Penn State, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Pittsburgh Steelers will kick it off. Greg, good opening night here as we wrap up yep. for the Green Dragons. A lot of a lot of good things tonight to build off of for the Green Dragons, right. as likewise for the Seals to build off of. Next week we head up to Central Mountain, mm -hmm. uh, up, up the road a little bit. I've got a good drive. Again, we're going to, you know, tonight we talked about it briefly, and it's something we'll talk about as we get down the road, but this was a huge game for the Heartland Conference because now we're, Lewisburg's in the Division One, right. and, and, you know, it was you know, a lot of speculation between us and the Seals, you know, to win that. So we start off on a good good uh, foot here, but the other thing is that happens for the Green Dragons tonight is our opponents, the Seals, is a classification higher than us. That's right. So not only we do, do we get the win, but we get those points for playing up a division, and next week we're going to have that same opportunity as we travel out to Central Mountain with right. their, uh, their Class 5A. Mm, I believe so. Yeah, Class yeah. 5A with their size. Yep. So uh, another opportunity where the you know Central Mountain uh, lost tonight to Williamsport, which has a great ball club back again. Yeah. Uh, they're running back going to the University of Minnesota, mm -hmm. but uh, what a great night here of high school football week one. And uh, 
you know, until next week. Uh, here our final score here tonight, Christy Mathieson Stadium here in Lewisburg. It's the Green Dragons. 32 it's the seals 22 for our producer back in the studio rob center for my partner greg wetzel i'm justin michaels and we look forward to talking to you next week on 100.9 the valley for green dragon football saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as smc sun mary motor company since 1915 smc provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction sunbury motor sells and services new fords lincolns and hyundais in the north 4th street auto plaza sunbury and new kias on the golden strip in hummel's wharf no one beats sunbury motor company's lowest price promise check them out at sunburymotors.com smc a tradition of trust since 1915 mark and troy here at zimmerman motors and it's the final days of our summer clearance event and jeep is the official vehicle of summer if you're looking for a new jeep compass we have 28 in stock in all trim levels with discounts up to four thousand dollars and starting at just twenty three thousand dollars we are also taking four thousand dollars off 2018 jeep grand cherokee altitudes in stock we still have the best selection of Jeep Renegades in the Valley with discounts up to $7,500 to qualified individuals. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot, and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether you're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. This has been Lewisburg Green Dragons football on 100.9 The Valley. Thank you for listening. Now we join Delilah already in progress. Side, one.